letter here. You're just in time for Super What's going on? I'm M.A. Double. All I do is get dough, spit, flow, try to stay out of trouble. What? <laughs> You're so confused right now. Pete Rock, what you doing over there, buddy? Nothing. All right, this is Mac. Sweet. This is the best intro ever. <laughs> and I'm here, as always, with my buddy, Peter. He's my guy. <laughs> hey, jumping the gun again. Just I don't like care. Previous episodes. Uh, we're on our summer release schedule, which I didn't announce. I announced it on Twitter, but I didn't do it in a recording. Yeah, you confuse people. I confuse people. So That's all right. It's every two weeks, people, until the fall. And then I'm just going to drop a preview here. I didn't discuss this, so Peter might get mad. But Uh-oh. We're changing things out for season two in November. That's when our season starts. Yay. Yay. You're so awesome. So it's going to be good. But uh, Peter and I haven't done this in a while, and it's just us again, because that's the way we like it. Uh, but Peter, uh, what's going on, man? Hey, not a whole what's lot. What's new? No, nothing, uh, nothing too crazy, I don't think. To catch up with movies like we were talking about earlier. The queue is ever growing. Ugh. And uh, it's a stack. You know, you know what? Recently, for a thing, this won't be released for a while, so it'll seem like an old thing. <laughs> but uh, I was disappointed that I saw that whole last drive-in thing coming up on Shutter, and I'm like, I should watch that, and then I didn't, and I, I totally should watch that whole marathon. What's that again? I don't. Uh, I've never. Joe Bob Briggs. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's that right. 24-hour right. marathon on show. Yes, I mean, they've yes. got it up there now, so I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll re-watch them. It's like, so what, you 13 did get, movies? So you did get Shudder then? Uh, no, but I'll go ahead and start my trial. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, I'll probably have it by the time this is released, but right. um, I was a little disappointed. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool, and then uh, probably I'll skip it, and then watching everybody talk about it on Twitter, I'm like, man, I should have watched that. So. Yeah, I've been... I. You know, I didn't have cable growing up, so I didn't watch. I've seen episodes of his from back in the day. On, it was on TNT, right? Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm a familiar with him, but I'm not. I, the stuff I saw was really great. Yeah. You know, he's really entertaining and he's really knowledgeable and funny. I did see that. I'm, but I didn't. I'm disappointed myself. I missed out. I it's all right. Man. <sighs> Don't beat yourself up, man. It's fine. We're busy people. We got a lot well, of. I said he's coming on. back later in the year. They're going to do it again. Oh, good. So, good. Yeah. I'll be on board. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, there's. I saw on um, YouTube. I follow a few people. There's a guy named James Rolfe. He's the angry video game nerd. Like he does all kinds of like videos, and sometimes he does stuff on movies. And he's really pretty knowledgeable. And he did an interview with that guy. I can't remember. You just Joe said Bob. his name, Joe Bob. That's right. <laughs> I haven't watched the the. It's uh, it's in my queue on on um, YouTube, so I haven't watched it yet. But uh, that's a good story. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to point you to something and the people out there to something good, but, you know, whatever. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> wow, just getting back at it <laughs> like normal. I'm going to – we're going to pause for just one quick commercial break and then do it, but uh, well, we're, we're not ready yet. No, I'm – What? No, Say it just it. dawned on me looking at this intro that's paused with yeah. the film. Why is that film hole blue with the black square behind it? It should be black. Anyway, um, because the film edges are more important. That is true. It doesn't make any sense. But I've never understood why the film line on the edge for New Line Cinema, their logo, like comes in at an angle. That has always bothered me. 
I don't know. I know that's yeah. their logo and it's an artistic choice, yeah. but I hate it. Uh, anyway, but just, here's the thing. I just love this paused on it. I love. The, I know. I love the the music though. Like oh, yeah. the. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing against the logo. It just caught my eye. That's all. Yeah. Why am I seeing through that that square? You yeah. notice stuff like that. I never notice stuff like that. <laughs> I'm big picture. Your your details. That's why we're good combo. Boom! Hitting you <laughs> with a one-two movie punch. All right. Um, speaking of punch, I'm gonna punch you with a question. Sweet of the week. <laughs> right in the face. <laughs> in the face. <laughs> This week's question comes from a brain, and it has to do with our movie. So Ooh. if, Peter, you could, tra- at the end of your lifespan, could transfer your essence, your soul, your consciousness to a new body, would you do it? It's interesting, because there's a lot of questions around that. There is. Like, it would it's be as the deep whole, or like, shallow as you want to make it. Well, it would, it would be the whole, like, you'd say, sure, but then, like, you end up in, you know, a monkey. <laughs> or, you know. <laughs> Why would you choose a monkey? Do I get to choose? Uh, See, that's where it comes back to it. It's I'm like, going to say no because you were mean to me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to go into a monkey. <laughs> and you got to be my pet. I'm going to be an ant and live for an extra two days or something. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> so it's just, you know, I, I don't know. It's an interesting question because if, especially if it was with. We'll say yes, you can choose the body. few details. Yes would be interesting because then it's like, well, do you get to choose like a baby where you have no idea what's going on? Or do you choose like somebody that's established and you start out in a half-life or wow. like you know i don't know because it's like yeah i would want to be like so and so that's a movie star and it's like well yeah but then you're already like 30 years old or something <laughs> and it's like do you want to do that i mean maybe but maybe and then it's do, do you get to keep your memories you know or are you starting over or you know i don't know that's interesting that's um there would be i'm gonna well i said consciousness yeah. and stuff so well i didn't say i didn't say memory though no you're yeah so oh yeah we'll say I memory We'll say memory. Because that would be kind of cool. Because then starting out as like a young person, you could uh, potentially make quite a bit of yourself as you chose. Yeah. You know, because it's like... You could you be know, like a... To, to know then what I know now sort of right, a thing. You true. know, and then if you were like starting over as a youngster again, that'd be cool. Or if you were suddenly somebody that was popular or something, what could you do with that? Knowing what you know as somebody who wasn't. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You could do it strategically. <laughs> If you want to. strategically. <laughs> so, so, so thanks for the TED talk. One. What's the answer, answer to your question? I mean, I, I'd say <laughs> I'd say yes, but I'd need a week to think about it before You're making the decision. Well, that's, that's not bad. A week's not, when you're, hey, it's a huge decision. It's bigger than buying so would a house you do or a car. I don't know. I kind of like me. Well, yeah, but you'd still be you, just somebody else. Yeah, but then physically. I'd be somebody else. Who would I want? Whose body would I want to be in? Ooh, ooh, I could be in a woman's body. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, get to see what the women's bathroom looks like. <laughs> it's just nicer. It's just nicer. Uh, it's actually. I don't know. It's probably dirtier. <laughs> Is that what you think of women, Peter? <laughs> I'm joking. Hey, being in the tech field, 
Look at a woman's desk, their keyboard, their mice. It's disgusting. Oh, you know what? So I will you just throw that one out you, there. I'm not ragging not on wrong. women here. You're not wrong. They are generally cleaner creatures than men. However, a lot of their stuff is way dirtier, and it's because of lotions yeah, and things. Oh, that is true. <laughs> that is true. I think it so, depends on the person. I'm not ragging on anyone. And yeah. yes, different people are different. I think it depends on the person. I'll make a blanket statement, though. I, I, if I could choose, yes. If I can't choose, then no. I agree with that. I agree with that. Because yeah. that, that would be an interesting gamble, because then you might come back as someone or something that you don't want to be that's more painful than just dying and being done or something, you know, depending whatever your belief is in that. But just, you know, it's like, well, if I'm done, then do I want to just be done or do I want to go into something that's like miserable for 30 years or two days or, yeah. you know, what, you know, what's the deal? So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting one. It's a good I think one. so. I think so. Up for debate. Yeah, it and is people, up for debate. you should chime in and tell us. Exactly. You should definitely... What do you agree? Do you disagree? Are you indifferent? I guess you wouldn't really have much to say if you're indifferent. I guess you could say something. Say something. Email us, supermovieball at gmail, and tweet at us, at supermovieball. Do something, please. Actually, you could just uh, if you email an answer that's not even the question of the week. I, we would take that. We would accept that. Yeah, that's fine. And you never know. You might get something special. Just write in and say... I'll take a Chevy. Don't if you don't believe us, <laughs> you can ask our good and only fan oh. that actually responds. Uh, Daniel G. Daniel, good job, buddy. All right, Peter, that was great. Yep. Great answer. Appreciate that. I'm not even gonna do like a good segue, so just give us what we got. All right. So next up, we got our <laughs> our two truths, one lie. Two truths. One. Just in case you didn't know, we were dancing and silent. It was kind of cool. <laughs> wow, we, we had a playing. moment. <laughs> we, we locked eyes. It was and awesome. it was magic. <laughs> so anyway, my, my <laughs> two truths, one lie this week has nothing to do with the movie we're going to talk about this episode. So I'm going to go with Steve McQueen. Ah, I love me some Steve McQueen. So. So good. Three things. Number one. Oh, here we go. Paul Bearer for Bruce Lee. Okay. Number two. Never actually smoked. As most people did in that day. Okay. Number three was once employed at a brothel. So which one do you think I made up? That he was a pallbearer for Bruce Lee, he never actually smoked, or he was once employed at a brothel? Okay. Those are pretty weird. Those are pretty good. One of them I actually know for sure, because I did know that he was friends with Bruce Lee. Oh, okay. They, like, envied each other. So he was a pallbearer at Bruce Lee's funeral. Yep. He and James Coburn, who I also love. Yep. Uh, who's in the end like Flint movies and a bunch of other stuff. They were both Paul Bearers at his funeral. They loved Bruce Lee. Did not know that. Yeah. I, yeah, I actually learned that one when I was looking stuff. Yeah. Out. I didn't know that. Yeah, Steve McQueen's a cool guy. He was friends with Bruce Lee. Yeah, that's pretty How cool. How cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> 
And then Bruce Lee was friends with Steve McQueen. That's also cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> just picture them driving around. I in know. It's like, <laughs> like it's, it's, like awesome. too, it's like it's too much cool. Like just you would explode. Them and Porsche just cruising around town. Like <laughs> I know. That, was that Steve McQueen and, and Bruce, Bruce Lee? Lee? Like what, what in the what's world happened? did I just see? That's crazy. I'm gonna go ahead and say I know he died of some sort of cancer, but I'm gonna say that he. Uh, the lie is that he did not smoke, but he did work in a brothel. You are correct. Yes. So he, he smoked three packs a day. In your face, Riley. And he was a <laughs> towel boy at a brothel. He was a t- I'm not joking. <laughs> That's what they say. Legend has it. <laughs> you need some water, sir? <laughs> towel? <laughs> towel boy. All right. It's a clean, yeah, we'll it's a clean show, so we'll just leave that there. But that's a great one. Thanks for that, Peter. I thought that was a fun one. That's interesting. I didn't. I kind of figured, I'm like, you know what? He's so cool. That's probably why he's so cool is that he, like, he's like, he's seen it all. He's like, I'm not phased by any of this. It's yeah. like, I used to work in a brothel when I was seven. Most likely. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Seven. Let's. <laughs> I don't know. You didn't say the age. I'm I just. Didn't. I don't know. It's like that's Mad Men or something. We just had a messed up childhood. Um, ladies and gentlemen, before we get started, our robot pal's gonna do his thing. Uh, spew, take it away. Warning! Warning! Spoiler! I am spoiler protection edict widget. Or spew for short. You have been warned about the delicious spoilers coming your way from Basque and spoiler country you have foolishly wandered into. Baby, 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 baby. Great job, Spew. One of those spoilers almost got past you, but you you, you did your job, man. You did your due diligence. I can't believe I just said that. Now I got <laughs> to punch myself. I hate that word. I don't know why. Which one? Do or diligence? Mix. <laughs> Both together, it's the oh, combo. Okay. I guess right, I guess right, I hate right. those words. You hate that I'm phrase. sorry. I hate that phrase. Right. Sorry. Did you do your due diligence? <laughs> Shut up. Does that mean no, I went I to the didn't. bathroom? I'm winging it, baby. <laughs> That's what winners do. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> got a glimpse into the weird psyche of Mac over here. Like, what are you doing? Man? Um, all right, Peter, help us out. We're watching The Hidden from the 1987. 87. That's, that's, a, that's next to our sweet spot, which is 86. It is. Yeah. Yeah, we're breaking away by one year. <laughs> so, this is an action crime horror, which I thought was kind of funny. That's the classification on IMDb. It is missing sci fi. Pretty glaring. It is missing sci fi. I was going to say that's pretty good. That's a pretty good description. IMDb is always kind of off, but yeah, they, they that's why I always up. mention them. Even in the video stores back in the day, sorry to derail you. Yeah, no, you're fine. Even in the video stores back in the day, they yep. always put horror and sci-fi together. They I've did. Never understood that. Mm-hmm. They're linked. I think more than any other genre. Yeah, like they're closely linked. Eh, thriller horror could have been. Thriller horror's better, but I always felt like yeah. horror and sci-fi should be separated. Yeah, a little bit because a sci-fi adventure could almost be true. Like action is a little there di- anyway. All right, this is a whole other conversation. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're, get, we're getting into. <laughs> So this is a one hour, 36 minute movie. So not too, too long of an investment. Uh, currently has a 7.0 on IMDb, which I thought was interesting only because that seemed, I like the movie, uh, spoiler <laughs> for later, but yeah. um, that seems a little high for this type of a movie. Um, what just was the be- rating in? I'm sorry. Seven. You just said it and I blanked out. That's okay. Seven out of 10. Um, that seems a little high. You don't see too many movies like this that are lower key in a way uh, with that high of a rating. Huh. I, f- I f- was expecting more in the fives or sixes. I think that's why it's higher is because if you've, I don't know if you noticed this, if on IMDb, it's, it, the ratings, like the more popular the movie is, the, the more like split it is. And unless it's like, 
That's true. I get what you, you know mean. what I mean. Yeah, because like, even with like current blockbusters and stuff, sometimes they're pretty split. Yes. So yeah. And so a movie like this, where it's like not like epic or big or anything, it's small budget. That's true. Most people that would probably, hop on there to rate it, like yeah, they're probably like have never even heard of it. Yeah, because it's a pretty specific your, movie to have seen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What's what's your um experience with this movie? Well, I saw it what two years ago, maybe or something. So okay. pretty recent. Pretty um, recent. Okay. Yeah, recent time. Uh, sort of a thing. Uh, mostly because I was like, you know, with Twin Peaks coming back on and all that kind of thing, I'm like, you know, there's some Kyle MacLachlan stuff I hadn't seen. Yeah. So I wanted to go back and find a couple of movies that were supposed to be pretty good that I just hadn't seen of his. Yeah. And this is pre Twin Peaks. Um, and I saw this one and everybody was talking good about it and I, I enjoyed it. So yeah. I've seen it a few times since. That's that's my only experience. That's yours. Okay, so yeah. a long time ago, like I can't even tell you, maybe 10, 12 years ago, um, I was on Netflix, the DVD side of it. It was pre- before. I'm still on there. <laughs> oh, I'm st- I still am too because some stuff you just, it's not on streaming or whatever. This Most is, things. This is pre, yeah, this is pre-streaming. I was on a sci-fi kick and so I was just looking up. That was back in the day when Netflix had like great ratings for stuff. Oh yeah. And this kept popping up. Yeah. And I was like, I've never even heard of this movie. So I was like, uh, I'll take a chance on it. So I took a chance on it. And spoiler alert, I also liked it. Yeah. But I was surprised about a lot of things, and we'll get into that as we move forward. But I, it's I, I think I saw it around 2006 or something like that. Oh, so okay. it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. It, I was shocked that I hadn't heard about it. Yeah, exactly. Because there's a ton of movies that I've heard of that I'm like, it's better than this movie. It's better than this movie. It's got this going on for it. And every time you watch it, you notice something different, I feel like. Well, because rewatching it for this. We'll get into this. It's like, it's got a lot lot of people that I recognize from other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't didn't mean to derail you there. No, no, you're okay. Yeah. So the quick, uh, the spoiler free description on imdb is yeah. law-abiding people suddenly become violent criminals a cop and an fbi agent race for answers in this sci-fi there it is thriller <laughs> uh so that was the little quick thing which i thought is a good description without giving much away about the plot because there is a, a good little twist in it i suppose as you get into it if you right. didn't know anything about it the other i'll tell you if you go to look at it on imdb the other uh descriptions give away too much of it um right up front because it's it's more fun if you don't know what's going on when you first watch it first time you watch it uh so if you have any interest in this movie right now i'm gonna say even though we've given our spoiler thing i would suggest stopping and just go and watch it it. go watch it where do you think people can find it because i don't know if it's in on any of the streaming stuff i didn't look it up i didn't either but i don't think it is i don't think it's on any streaming stuff so hopefully you can get it from like netflix or something like that if you have dvd or yeah if it's if it's on amazon and it's like under seven bucks it's worth on dvd yeah, I it's it's yeah. a quality movie. You can rent it or just buy it, maybe. Yeah, if you if you're into sci-fi, like it's, it's worth seeing, like sci-fi movies. Well, yeah, I'll save the bigger picture for yeah the, the bigger stuff. Um, now I just was saying like no, because I kind of want to mention yeah. where people can find it. Sure, want to if you do want to check it out yeah. before hearing it. So of course we so didn't do is, research before we did that. But <laughs> this is uh, directed by Jack Shoulder. He uh, the only thing notable I saw was he did Nightmare on Elm Street two. Yeah, and Renegades, which I have not seen, but it looked like was a bigger movie. Who was in that? I don't know. Renegades. Uh, <laughs> I kind of feel well. There's a I, I kind of feel like that's something I should know, and it sounds super familiar. I've got it right here. Uh, so we've, it's got Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips. Uh, those are the only names I see skimming that oh, I know. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Never mind. 5.4 on IMDb, and it's Kiefer Sutherland with a pretty awesome mustache. Is it, though? Yes. I'm joking. I saw it. 
Um, so this stars, as I mentioned, Kyle MacLachlan. Uh, it's also got uh, Michael Nori, I think is how you say that. Uh, Claudia Christian. Uh, Clarence Felder, Edo Ross, Richard Brooks, Chris Mulkey. Uh, something Mac and I will notice <laughs> right off, as a bunch of other people do about this movie that's kind of funny, is yeah. Kyle MacLachlan and Chris Mulkey were both in Twin Peaks right yeah. after this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is pre, uh, cool. pre Twin Peaks. Peaks. Yeah, three years prior. And they were both uh, pretty big players. Obviously, Kyle MacLachlan was a main player in Twin Peaks. Uh, Chris Mulkey had a... He was a side character, but he had a bigish role in the in the story. So I mean, he's definitely in it. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of you'll cool. recognize him. Yeah, he was uh, definitely in that one. Um. Rumor has it that Michael Nori turned down the role of Riggs in Lethal Weapon to be filmed the same year, which obviously went to Mel Gibson. Uh, I think that was wise. I don't think he would have been right for that one. No, that would have changed. That's why I wanted to see what you said about that. That would have changed uh, Lethal Weapon well, quite a bit. I'm actually a fan of Lethal Weapon movies. I think they're all pretty good. I enjoy them. The first they're two fun. are the best ones. Yeah. The third one's not bad, and the fourth one's just okay, but I actually enjoy those. Those are, those are like your typical action buddy cop movies. Yeah. I, we would talk about them, but everything that needs to be said has been said about yeah, those yeah, movies. They're not so, worth doing an episode. They're not worth doing an no, episode. No. But that would have really changed it. That would have made that whole movie like super serious. Yeah, Mel Gibson definitely made that. Whatever yeah. else you think about him is irrelevant. He, well, he, that was, he was great before he did all that stuff. <laughs> so, and yeah. Hey, look. Yeah, he's done some stuff. And he's done some great movies. He's done some great movies. And, you know, I, I can't. He's can't ignore him. I can't ignore that, and I can kind of divorce it from all the other crap that he's done. Yeah, but well, it doesn't have any bearing on it. It doesn't have any yeah. bearing on that. So, so one thing I love about this movie uh, that we get treated to right away in the movie is yeah. the awesome cars. Uh, we open up on a chase scene yeah. with a Ferrari 308. Yeah. Uh, well, it moves on to a Mondale later. Okay. And uh, Kyle MacLachlan's character drives a Porsche 928, and I just thought there were a lot of cool chase scenes. There's a lot of good car stuff in this. Before we get to the car stuff, though, like, yeah, yeah, I like the opening. Yep, because it has it just opens with like ominous music. Yep, and a blurry security camera. You have no idea what's going on. It's just you terrible bank security. It is. It's bad, and you're like, what's? Is yeah. this like a bad VHS? But it's obviously it's bad on purpose. Well, because the credits are playing over it, and they're crystal and they're clear. Cl- yeah, they're so. clear as all get out. <laughs> yeah. So, but I like the ominous music. So, you know something bad is going to happen because it's it's in a bank. Bank, yeah. It, or it looks it's like, like a bank. bank yeah, it's like bank security footage. Yeah. It's like nearly two and a half minutes before we actually see who I'm just going to call at this point the bad guy. Yep. Well, I, I well, actually know you don't even see him that you it's you, you see him like stand there and he's in like a duster or like a rain yeah, trench coat. Is what yeah. I put, yeah. He just kind of casually walks in, looks around. Yeah. And then he just like pulls out a shotgun, just pulls out a shotgun <laughs> and just, he's very like deliberate and without fear. One of the guys, one of the cops, I think gets a shot off. I think there's another one that gets a shot off. Well, what he's waiting for is you see him standing there and you don't know what's going on, but he's he, it ends up being clear. He's waiting on these security guards that have bags of money in their hand. Yeah. They're doing like a money transfer yeah, like a money out tra- of the yeah. place. So as soon as they walk out and walk up kind of in front of him, he just whips out this shotgun from under his trench coat, blasts him, just cold, just blasts him. Yep. And he then he, I don't know if you're getting to this, but he just turns around and he smiles at the camera and then shoots it. Yeah. <laughs> i love awesome. that like he does like a little cheesy <laughs> smile 
It's great. And just raises and then, the gun all slow. <laughs> and then the camera. I think that's just a great way to start this movie. It, it was pretty good. That's a good open. I like it. Because yeah. it's just like, it just sets up so perfectly. It sets the tone. On. Yeah. Because it's kind of a bizarre tone to set, but it works. So like two and a half minutes in, like I was saying, you actually see him in clear, full color picture walking out of the bank. Yeah. Walking out of the bank. Wells Fargo, he you know goes to turn and walks out with bags of money with the shotgun. And you see, you know, another cop shooting at him and he shoots back. And basically, uh, you know, we're on real film at this point, as Max said. Um, It's Chris Mulkey. We get to see uh, his character or the character he's playing in this jumps in a black Ferrari and just starts blasting metal music. And it's just pretty terrible away. metal music, but I in my notes I'm like when he's in the Ferrari, I'm like, and it's a sweet, sweet Ferrari. It's a sweet like black, yeah. all black Ferrari. It's terrible metal music, but it sort of works. It's um, I think it works. Uh, Iron Maiden. Is that who it is? Yeah. It's weird because I kind of like Iron Maiden, but it's pretty terrible. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's Iron Maiden. I don't know the song specifically, but it's uh, I'm pretty sure it's Iron Maiden. Okay. But uh, I'm not huge fans of theirs, but uh, it's weird that that's. That's them because it sounds pretty terrible. But it's it's one of those things where it's we're immediately when he gets in the car, we're into into uh, into a chase, car chase. Yeah, and and some it's cops really whip shot really well. Like it's it's a fun chase scene, and no pun intended because a lot of people are getting shot. But <laughs> <laughs> no, like the camera works really good. Uh, him walking out and him in like you get like an in person view, like a first person view in the car and just on the city streets there's construction and he's blowing through it and the cop cars you know it's just a typical car chase stuff but it's actually really well done yeah and I just part of with his character I love too it adds to the whole feel of everything but he's just so calm about the whole thing it's like he's done this a hundred times before he's just looking around you know I mean he's a little nervous at a few parts and stuff but he like just seems pretty calm and relaxed about it yeah yeah he he doesn't there's no like um, not really a smile there's not really uh, like worry. He's not sweating really. Like it, you know, it's it's summertime in Los Angeles, so it, everything looks hot. But he's not like in a panic. He's not like moving a whole lot. It's almost like he's robotic. Yeah, yeah, almost. But I would just say the chase is totally worth watching and really cool. And yeah. You know, check it out if nothing else, just for the chase, these chase scenes. I thought it was pretty cool. It's pretty amazing. I don't know how far you want to get, but I just love because he's really ruthless. He's knocking cars around. Like usually in t- chase scenes, the guy's yeah. just trying to get away, right? But he's like knocking cars and oh, other cars, trying dare. to create ca- yeah. uh, chaos. Like it's great. Yep. And uh, even at one point, I don't know if you're going to get to this or not. He actually you're runs right? somebody over. Yeah, it's pretty brutal because he's driving through a park yeah and he's not supposed to be driving there but it's one of those things where it's wide <laughs> it's like a footpath and he's just yeah he's driving on like the footpath around a lake yeah and yeah. it's huge and he does smirk here and there when he makes the cop cars crash like he gives a like a little tiny grin i have to say his performance in this is really really good yeah for the short time he's on the screen we're definitely <laughs> gonna get a gif of this but he runs over this guy in the wheelchair which sounds horrible it's so crazy to see like it's just like a crazy <laughs> crazy crazy thing to see yeah so and then after that we get to see a cop talking to a neighbor whatever about someone and we see it's about him yeah uh, with a picture and he says he's a nice quiet guy (laughs) and then we cut back to the chase scene and we see him uh running through the old trope of a a glass you know plate glass movers yeah (laughs) and he just runs through the window and breaks the glass yeah uh pretty funny you know it's played out but just i thought that was cool i thought well it's, it's a nice joke yeah it's a nice like light moment in this because the car chase scene is pretty realistic. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's the car's good. getting beat up, and he doesn't care about the car. Yeah, showing real which damage. Which is weird and because it's, it's not, a Ferrari, not a cheap it's car. It's a sweet car, and you're just like, oh man, tearing it up. But he doesn't care. 
And the, the funny thing is, it's not funny, but when he runs through that plate glass that the, the guys are carrying, he runs over one of the guys. So yeah. it's not like a wah-wah moment. It's like this guy just like doesn't care. It's not like slapstick. It's no, a little no, more brutal. No, no, it's not. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a little funny, but I'm, I've got a sick sense of humor. No, so. I, get, I, get you. <laughs> I get you. But yeah, it's not like a Laurel and Hardy moment. No, no. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great way to put it. No, it's not like that. It's not like that at all. Um, so the whole, whole scene ends up with a uh, police barricade taking him out after many shots at the car as he's coming towards him. He gets out. The car explodes. He falls to the ground. It fades to our next scene. I just thought this was pretty funny, too, though, because like he gets out of the car. They just like. Shoot him, the car explodes. Yeah. Did you have anything you want to say about no, that? No, I mean, he's just, like, so eerily calm. Like, it's like I said, he's, like, almost like a robot or, like, really, like, inhuman. Yeah. He grins and grimaces here and there, but it's like he has no feeling at all. But, yeah, they light this car up, like, literally. Like, they fill it with bullet holes until it, like, crashes and they, he gets out and they just... they blow that car up so like i said all this stuff is pretty realistic <laughs> and it's funny because you have all these cops man and they are just ready it's just funny because this is so different from maybe what you would see nowadays but this is the 80s and they're just like this old school cops were just like yeah we're gonna shoot first <laughs> ask questions later you know what i mean but at this point he's killed so many people and he's robbed a bank and he's like taking out some cop cars so at this point it's like by any means necessary we gotta stop this guy before he hurts more people yeah because we end up here in the rap sheet a little later and it's like max said he's killed a lot of people yeah, and stuff at this point yeah. well he so. just in just opening scene i mean we're like not even 10 minutes in yeah and there's a lot has not a lot has happened like plot wise but, but a lot hurt. of action he's killed and hurt a lot of people already yeah, yeah. And, he's, and he's getting shot and he doesn't seem to care either nope that's another interesting thing to note yep no, nope, he's indifferent. It's slowing him down. He's indifferent to the whole situation, yeah. quite yeah. frankly. It's like he, he doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. Exactly. So we end up learning uh, after this, uh, he's in intensive care and on the brink of death. Uh, we hear his rap sheet, killed a ton of people, as we said, robbed a bunch of places, stole a lot of Ferraris specifically. Yeah, he loves and them Ferraris. We end up doesn't? <laughs> meeting... Uh, <laughs> Lloyd Gallagher from the FBI. This is Kyle McClock. Uh, so he meets the cop he's supposed to, you know, he's been assigned to work with at the police station. Yeah. Uh, they end up making a bunch of cracks about how young he is and stuff. Yada, yeah. yada. You know, typical police <laughs> thing. Um, did you... Oh, well, they end up telling him... Just blow through this a little bit. They tell uh, Gallagher that the guy's in the hospital. He's not going anywhere. Uh, and then Kyle McLaughlin's character ends up rushing out to go see him in the hospital. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to say in the setup scene? Here? I did. Uh, did you mention Beck? He's our he's our oh. hero cop. Go ahead. No. Beck is... He's the he's one of the main characters. It's Beck and, and Gallagher. Yep. So I think in my notes, just so you know, I'll try to remember yeah. that it's Beck. What did, uh, what did you have I him? I keep referring to him as... I think sergeant through the whole thing. Okay. I'll just <laughs> I don't say know sergeant. Why. We'll just say sergeant for just it doesn't clar- matter for clarity's sake. Yeah. So the sergeant uh, who's the de- hero cop detective type uh, is angry about the bad guy being in ICU, you know, doesn't want him to leave and all that other stuff. And he's got like a partner that he works. With. I guess it's his partner. I love this because it's not like your typical buddy cop thing where it's like, he's got him and it's partner and they're, they're taken down. It's like, a real police department where all the detectives sort of work together yeah. on cases. Yeah. So I think it's just a detective that works with him mm-hmm. uh, because later he mentions later on in the film, he mentions that something. So I, I won't get to that. I won't skip ahead, but I, I really like the sergeant. Yeah. Um, no, I thought he was good. He's great. He's really angry. And he's just like, he wanted this guy dead yeah. <laughs> because he had just, even but prior to this spree that we saw, 
that lasted like eight minutes in the opening this crazy action scene with the chase and the killing and the robbery he had done stuff beforehand and when the other detective who's with him with the sergeant like rattles off all this stuff to the doctor because the doctor's just like not happy with the sergeant and his attitude toward yeah. this guy because he's like he's still a human being and he's yeah like, they think he's being cold yeah he's, he's like yeah he's being like too cruel or whatever and the when the detective lists off to the doctor the doctor's like never <laughs> i don't know what to think about that so i i, I kind of like the exposition there that, that how they do it it's not the best thing i've ever seen but i had in my notes i was like that's pretty good as like because instead of just like spouting it off or just having him look at like a dossier of, or on this guy or whatever like his file like his criminal activity file yeah the doctor's just like well what has he done that's so bad you know he's still a human being yeah the detective's like he did this he did this and did this and he's like that was before what he did today you know what i mean like, <laughs> so yeah he's it, forfeited his right to yeah rule. yeah <laughs> so at this point we're less than 15 minutes in this is one thing i love about movies like this yep that are around 90 minutes is that they waste no time oh no and this movie like i took a lot of notes i'm gonna blow through a lot of things so mac you feel free to jump in if you want to back you up and go through stuff <laughs> i'm gonna take pauses and things but i'm gonna i gotta blow through i mean you have to blow through this plot a bit because it a lot happens in short periods of time yeah a lot happens so. in short periods of time you don't we're not gonna go through everything everything but we're gonna give you the gist so you can follow along yeah and but, we, gotta, we gotta at least get through the setup but you know for you guys so that you know what we're talking about yeah so <laughs> what we're talking about but yeah i have in my notes i have it in capital letters i love it i love that it this movie just like gets into it from, yes. from, i mean from the opening until now it just it doesn't oh, stop it there's slows. no lulls really no there's no lulls they stop and they do exposition stuff and they do some character work but like it's it, all important yeah it, yeah. it, it, it moves, everything has a purpose yeah it moves along it moves yeah. the plot along and everything so it's really good so we end up uh, cutting back to the hospital, and Chris Mulkey, uh, you know, his character, suddenly just sits up after they were just saying he was on the brink of death. Uh, he walks over to the patient next to him that's in a bed, who's clearly out of it, and we end up getting this awesome scene of a giant bug-like kind of creature coming out of his mouth and going into the other guy's mouth. It was an awesome scene. It's practical effects, and I just thought they were so great, and I had read that they apparently used stop-motion photography to oh, get really? to get this effect yeah and the uh the actor who plays the guy that the bug goes into the other dude's mouth so our new bad guy yeah uh he couldn't watch the scene because he thought it was so gross oh it's i haven't <laughs> seen this movie in a while and i knew this was coming up but when i saw it again i was i i, I jumped i was like oh like because i i forgot how creepy and freaked it's out. pretty ridiculous before we get i want to talk about that a little more but yeah, before we get to that I, I do have in my notes the sergeant guy he's on his way to go to the hospital or something like that to meet up with gallagher who's the fbi agent right i just said i have in my notes the paperwork punk gets punked <laughs> <laughs> yeah he keeps giving paperwork to this, this, little, this to guy this kid. It's, like yeah. a, it's like a running gag which i thought is weird in like a sort of sci-fi horror action movie that they have like a running gag going but i love that no it is funny yeah um but gallagher is our hero fbi agent who i have and he goes to the hospital yep and he's like in a hurry and the guy's like he's in icu like what are you yeah don't worry do you, about it don't he's worry fine. about it like he's not going anywhere he's been burned he's been shot a bunch of times you know he got caught in that car fire and he's been shot a bunch of times but this practical effect here and we're definitely gonna get a gif of this it's i'm just gonna warn you it's gonna freak you out but it is so good it's and it pretty it, realistic it's some it's some great like sort of body horror stuff because it's coming out of the mouth of one of the the guys and going into another it looks like i mean you can tell no it's beat, fake but it looks pretty real but it looks really real like this like the skin um texture and just the way it moves and look that's this is why i know i like we harp on this and a lot of people are like oh it looks fake and i hate it 
or whatever. But this is why I like this over CGI. Yes. Because it has weight. You can see it. And that thing coming out of his mouth is creepy. Yeah. It, it, just, well, it looks like spider legs. Practical effects like this with the real like spider legs and yeah. stuff like you're talking about, they make you cringe more to me. They make me cringe more than the uh like like in a in a good way, not like cringe like ooh that's terrible. But like <laughs> like no like Thanks actually like oh that. gross. <laughs> yeah. Like no they make me like like you get the more ooh gross kind of a feel than you do with CGI. CGI you just know like oh you know it's just computer generated whatever you know it's a yeah. special effect but like the practical effects are so like can be so brutal. Well, I I just lose myself and I it like makes me think like is that real? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I know it's not real, but it's like it feels it's more real. It feels real. You're watching something even if it's latex and stuff. You're watching something real stretch. Yeah, and things like that like when it's coming out of the dude's mouth and, and stuff, which makes you feel like Ugh, my mouth. Like, well, when oh. those legs come out. <laughs> every it looks like his face yeah it does even though you know it's not him like they made like a prosthetic yeah uh because he has his eyes closed which i think is the best thing they could have done. so it's like he's like uh, his mouth is stretching up he's got yeah. eyes open, so he's stretching yeah the thing's coming out of my mouth but like something comes out so there's an entity that lives inside the body right and it's transferring to the body so that's so, why he's like cold and calculated and doesn't care if he gets and hurt at this or point shot. too we he's knew like a parasite that's why Gallagher was rushing over there, the FBI guy. Yeah. He, he clearly knew what was going on. So he finally arrives um, after we see the patient, the, the guy that, you know, the bug went into. Yeah. Wakes up suddenly after the doctor had attempt to revive him. Walks out. They're now explaining to the others when Gallagher <laughs> walks in and uh. informs him he's FBI. He learns the guy left. The guy that left had a coronary and all kinds of other problems. Yeah. Like, he's got all kinds of, like, like gastrointestinal yeah. <laughs> problems and stuff. And they're giving him the whole rundown. Yeah. And like, he can't move. He can't go anywhere. And now he's just up and walking. Yeah, he just got up and left. So the other guy's oh, dead. Like, the, the the first body's dead. And now he's in a, a new body that's this old guy. He's in his 50s. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I, I just want to go back. Like, I'm looking at my notes as I do this. I'm a little behind. I just love it. It says, oh, sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about the bug being transferred. (laughs) So now the old guy's out there and he's just he's just wreaking havoc. Yeah, he goes into a record store and he just starts like stealing tapes. Yeah. And then the clerk yells at him. He just has a fight and beats the crap out of this guy. Just beats him to death. Yeah, he literally beats him to death. And he just takes money from the register. Plus, he finds a gun in the register. And then he steals a ghetto blaster. Yeah, <laughs> and money. Oh, I didn't. I just now noticed that. On top of the register, there's a little White Castle uh, boxes. Yeah. I didn't notice that before. Yeah, that's pretty that? funny. Yeah, I mean, just a little thing. Okay, I don't, yeah. know why, I don't know why. Just pausing it here as we're watching it. We're, <laughs> we're screening it as we always do when we, watch, uh, when we record this episode. I'd never noticed that before, but it's like an old school uh, record shop. I remember those back in the day with just CDs. It was just records and cassette tapes. Yeah, and so he's walking down the street then with that with the ghetto blaster, the boombox he stole, and he's just yeah. blasting metal music. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. Because um, he's just like a 50-year-old guy, and it's just like so weird. And it he, looks out of character, yeah. And it looks completely out of character, so that's like a nice juxtaposition. And what, what we're seeing right now. He's in like a suit, like an old guy suit. <laughs> looks like a, it looks like a used car salesman. He does. But I what one thing I did have in my notes there, I love the, the camera work in this is really, really good. I, I want to look up the DP of this. We didn't mention him. But there's a lot of really good handheld shots, which at the time, I don't remember there being a ton of yeah. handheld shots in the 80s, especially for – it's a low-budget film. It looks fine. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely not like a 
a huge budget like cop movie or whatever. Right, right. That's yeah. essentially what this is. It's like a buddy cop movie. Uh, it's it's like a sci-fi horror thing. So <laughs> Peter just made a weird face. So I just pulled up the director of photography that you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, so he's done a lot of stuff. Okay. But the funny thing, the reason I made the face was he did like uh, the fate of the furious. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. Um, I'm behind on those. What? Spoiler is terrible. Oh, is it? It's the worst one. Really? <laughs> because it's it suddenly is self-aware and, and it's just corny. I, I thought See, that was I terrible. I like those movies. I like the other ones. Okay. They're, they're fun and stupid. Yeah. That yeah. one is terrible oh, to me. Oh, is it? I haven't watched it yet. Well, there's well a you baby can't blame involved. the DP for that. He just shoots no, it. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> there's a baby involved. Come on. He drives a car? Yeah, totally. Baby legs? I mean, he will be. Yeah. Baby <laughs> 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 Darn it, baby legs. <laughs> I got these baby um, legs. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he did uh, Maniac Cop 3. You know, that's pretty good. You know what else he did? Cherry 2000. No, you're joking. Nope. Director of photography. Uh, callback. There you it, go, Jake. Same year. That movie looks good, too. So, I think we talked about that when we did our episode, how, how good the movie looked. Yeah, did, I think I commented on that. He did Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. He does good camera work. There's a lot of handheld stuff here. And it's not shaky cam, but it's a lot of handheld stuff. It's not on a platform or a rig. It feels real because we're getting really close to these cops as they talk. And the sergeant shows up at the record store because our FBI guy. What are you calling the FBI guy? Just Gallagher? Just Gallagher. I've got him in my notes. So... Yeah, well, before this, okay. Uh, so we see Gallagher back at the station telling him they now need to look for this new guy, and well, he has a picture, okay. and he he learns he's just got unpaid traffic tickets and stuff. The cop tells him he doesn't work traffic tickets. Uh, the sergeant tells him that, and they go back to work at his desk, or he goes back to work at his desk. We then learn a, about a body at a record shop because a guy come one of the other cops comes in and tells them. So all the cops head there. Uh, Gallagher, we find out, is already there. Yeah, he's already there. And so he's already there talking to people. Because he's on it. Because he this, was... Yeah, because he knows what's going on, apparently, even though he hasn't told anybody else. The sergeant's not happy about this, takes him out onto the street, and they have a talk. And he kind of tells him off. Well, I would, too, because this guy, he's a homic- he's a no-nonsense homicide detective, and he seems like he's really good at his job. And yeah. even though he works with the other detectives, he's not necessarily in charge, but you can tell he's, like, the lead guy or the best detective that they have. So everybody kind of like answers to him. Well, they a say that bit. earlier. The lieutenant or whatever says that. Yeah, yeah, I mean he is the sergeant over the detectives. So, but he's not in charge. In charge, he's not like the. No, the, but the lieutenant says you yeah. can't take back earlier because somebody was trying to take him for yeah. another case, and he's like, he's my best guy. Right, he's <laughs> so. he's the best guy. So we get that sense of him. So I I don't blame the sergeant because he wants to know what the heck is going on because it's obvious that Gallagher, the FBI agent, no has got stuff. some info that he's yeah. not sharing. Yeah. Um. Because he he's like a step ahead. He's a couple steps ahead of the. Cops. Yeah. How did he know to go like, to, the to, go to the record store? How did he know they're looking for somebody else? Right. And so back at the station, they get their eyewitness drawing, uh, which matches the picture that Gallagher had. He shows it uh, and says, you know, if he's willing to work with him now. <laughs> and he says, well, you got to tell me what's going on. You know, the sergeant does because he wants to know what's going on. So we learn that they have nothing on these guys before he is always changing his identities. They want to stop him before he changes again. They go to get in Gallagher's car. That's where we find the, the 928. Yeah. And uh, he takes off and he drives pretty crazy. He's having fun. <laughs> I got something funny. To and he say tells that. him he stole it. So what do you got about that? Yeah, the the FBI guy's like, he's like, how much these were run? He's like, I don't know. And he goes, what do you mean you don't know? And he's like, I stole it. And and Gallagher himself is kind of strange. Yeah, like he's he's not as strange as like he's like really the, relaxed. The bad, and I'm he's just kind of call him the alien bad guy. 
That's fine. But he's, he's just switching bodies. He's kind of disconnected from reality. He's kind of disconnected, but he's FBI, so maybe we, could you could say that, that he's eccentric or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, like, he's not normal. Like, a, a lot of times in movies when they show FBI agents, they're a little bit, like, they're intelligent, like, highly intelligent, so they're a little bit, like, eccentric and weird, and they do, like, weird stuff or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But the funny thing is, is when the Porsche started up, yeah. I was watching this, and my dog, Archie, he, like, freaked out and woke up. <laughs> Because it's like, it's such a cool sound. And I'm going to insert it here, hopefully. Yeah. You must be paying pretty good these days. Pretty good. Of that car starting up, so you can get it, but it woke my dog up, and, it, and he was like, he just like cocked his head to the side, like, "What is that noise?" And I was like, "Yeah, what is that thing, man? It's pretty sweet." <laughs> That's funny. All right, so then uh, after they get you know in his car and everything, we cut to a restaurant scene where we see our bad guy sitting down with his boombox, uh, blasting <laughs> you know music, and he's basically disturbing everyone. It's kind of like a old people uh, little you know restaurant kind of a thing. Yeah, it's like a diner. Yeah, just diner. You're right. That's a good way to put it. And uh, <laughs> no, I like that old people restaurant. Let's old go people with that. restaurant. You know, diner. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> he's just in his own little world. You know, enjoying his music, eating his food, having a good time. But he's like, you can just tell he's like rude. He doesn't care what. It's just so weird on. because he's he, it's like almost like he's a street punk like an 80s street punk he's got his metal he's got his he's got his boombox going and he's just being a real jerk he's being mean to people and just giving him dirty looks yeah they just, tell him to turn it down and he yeah. just looks at the lady and then just, like, just like keeps doing what he's doing he's doing whatever he's doing but the funny <laughs> thing is he's just like a middle-aged guy and it's great so i love it yeah and he ends up getting caught up watching the tv that's on uh where the senator who's about to run for president is talking we see him get some crazy gas <laughs> and he farts and stuff and then and, uh, not the senator, sorry, the the, the bad guy. <laughs> the senator's like, yeah, the senator's the senator. <laughs> womp. Check this out. Here's my new platform. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but it's it's pretty funny because everybody starts looking at him. One of the waitresses says, "Like it's your table, hun," or something like that. <laughs> But oh, then yeah. he sees a Ferrari pull up outside the window there at the diner and takes off running down the street after the Ferrari. <laughs> and then he just suddenly can't run anymore because he's like an old kind of overweight dude. <laughs> yeah, I remember this guy's body's running down on him. Yeah, so, I mean, so, that's where the gas and the, the farts come from. <laughs> he only picked this body because it was close. But I love when he starts breaking down like a sort of a heart attack or something's going on with his heart. He grabs yeah. his chest. You know, he's got really bad gas. his arms yeah, and stuff. He's like, like, yeah. <laughs> this guy's like, Not whatever this shape. entity is like this alien thing this alien bug thing yeah this the bad guy this criminal it's like in love with all the vices i love it it's like he's an intergalactic thug it's yeah <laughs> i don't know why it kind of is no it is funny i love it it, it is funny when you put it it's that like way. He's, he's like an insect version of lobo if you're into comics <laughs> <laughs> so uh we then see gallagher pull up to the record store again with the sergeant they argue about what they're doing and he says he's trying to retrace the steps to find the guy yeah uh and then literally we cut back over to the bad guy at a ferrari dealership <laughs> he's looking in the window and he says i want this car <laughs> And they ignore him and they just keep talking. They attempt to go inside. The bad guy just goes to sit in the car and they're like, hey, buddy, this is sold, you know, and they tell him, give him a minute and he'll show him another one. And uh, so he still just goes to sit in it. So they call the security dude out and he says, <laughs> you know, give me the keys. And he says, get out of the car. He tosses him on the sidewalk. The bad guy just promptly walks right back over to the security guy. <laughs> he shoots him. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> after he gets punched. Yeah. The, the bad guy yeah, gets punched I said a in little the face. out of order. Sorry. No, it's all right. Go ahead. It happens quick. It does. And what I love about this thing is that the guy, there's the dealership guy. Yep. They're at a Ferrari dealership. And this is the 80s. The dealership guy, the car dealer, and the guy buying the, the car are in his office, like, doing the like paperwork. Doing paperwork, yeah. And they're both doing blow. Yeah. Out of, out of a mini Ferrari, of a mini Ferrari on the table. On the, the desk. The back end. <laughs> the trunk is up. Well, it's not the trunk. That's where the engine would well, be, I, which well, is kind of funny. <laughs> So oh, the hatch for the engine li- lifts up. Isn't and that still the trunk, even though the it's the trunk's the, in the front of the Ferrari? I know that's where the <laughs> trunk is. The, I know what you mean. So what's it's it's called the back hatch then? Just, yeah, the hatch oh. that you lift up to see the engine. Okay, the rear hatch for <laughs> is the lifted engine up and is lifted they're, up. They're doing coke, out and there's coke out of it. <laughs> And these guys are wearing the most 80s clothes. They look good for the time, but it's the most 80s clothes ever. Yeah. But I love that they're doing coke at the dealership. Just right there, yeah. Just signing right paperwork there. for it. Yeah. So after it's, you, it's, like a, it's like a random thing. Like It, it doesn't it need is. to be in there, but it's in it, there. It's a detail. It's a nice You can thing. tell they cared about the movie a bit. They did. They put some detail into it. The uh, They get a knock on the door while they're doing all of this, and the, um, <laughs> the uh, security guard <laughs> falls in the door. I couldn't think of what to call it. The security guard falls in the door, and he's dead. And then yeah. the, the bad guy's standing behind him and he's like, give me the keys. <laughs> and then he just like, <laughs> they give him the keys and then he just shoots him anyway. Yeah, he shoots he him anyway. He just kills him. He doesn't dude care. dude is ruthless. And then he just leaves with the car. <laughs> so now we got the cops showing up. They yep. got another crime scene. Yep. Cops show up at the dealership. They put out a search for the guy. He pulls up to the curb to wave at some girls. They tell him to F off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he uh, pulls out a gun, decides not to do anything. Like he just pulls out this gun at these girls like he's going to do something. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> and like, puts it away so he pulls out the dead dude's wallet from the dealership that apparently he took and he we see a couple things in the wallet one of them is anchor imports yeah i guess that the guy owned that's the guy buying that was buying the ferrari well he's doing coke so he's obviously into shady stuff which that's actually a good yeah. moment with the coke stuff it seems random yeah but it tells you that this dude is into illegal stuff yeah and we find out more about this so the guy is like owns this anchor imports yeah and so the guy uh you know he goes to head there we yeah. cut back though as this movie keeps splicing back and forth so we cut back to the cops uh the sergeant and gallagher gallagher's telling him he's uh simple to read and they're talking and gallagher tells him this guy killed his partner we get just a little more story building there i don't know what you want to say about all of that i I like this scene it is a good scene i like the scene like i said this movie's very efficient and it moves on pretty quick yeah i'm gonna talk for a little bit so you can get a break because you're breaking down the plot and this thing is moving so fast that it's hard to keep up it is so sergeant and the fbi guy gallagher are in the car and they're driving around the porsche uh, Gallagher's like, I'm after this guy. Um, you know, he killed my partner. And he's. we know that he's been switching bodies and stuff like that. So it's up the personal and, vendetta. Yeah, pr- personal vendetta. He and the sergeant have, like, not really connected yet. Yeah. Because the, the sergeant's like, I know you're holding information, withholding information from me. Yeah, they're at but, odds up until but kind until of until then, scene. we can understand. Yeah. Because the, the sergeant answers, he goes, you know what? I, I lost a partner, too. So they've got that in common. It's a kind of a cheap thing, and it's kind of cliched. But it's a nice little moment, and they bond over it. The sergeant kind of steps back and steps off of Gallagher a little bit, you know, yeah. to give him some room. And he does say, it's weird. He's like, I didn't think the bureau, meaning the FBI would let you stay on the case if, you know, you're if there's personally involved, you know, it's killed your partner and, and everything like that. He's like, I'm surprised that, that they would keep you on the case. And so what I love about this is that Gallagher says, well, what would you do? And he's like, as a cop? You know what I mean? He yeah. goes, no, as a man. 
He said, what would you do? So I kind of like that moment. There's some humanity there. But I, it's a nice little moment. It's a nice little moment that to build between the two guys. And it's, yeah. a, it's really like a buddy cop sort of movie. It's, it's a lot of different things. It ends part up being of it, that, yeah. Yeah, it's... It's a nice little, like, more serious buddy cop movie. All right, so we end up cutting back to uh, Anchor Imports with the bad guy. He ends up showing up there yeah. after we saw him go through the wallet. A uh, dude busts in and just walks in, turns on a radio. It plays some, like, folk music kind of a thing. He gets all angry right away and just breaks <laughs> it, which was funny. <laughs> I love that. He's, He's got, got a certain taste in music in cars. Oh, it's definitely. Great. Yeah, great. and he just gets angry and has no time for anything else. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he ends up going into the bathroom. He stares at himself for a minute, gets gas real bad again. Then yep. notices an employee's only room behind him. Yeah. He goes in. There's just tons of guns and ammo in there. So as Mac pointed out earlier, the dude doing blow with the imports was clearly up to some shady stuff. Yeah. We learn a little bit more about that in a minute. Uh, he gets gassed really bad again, falls over onto the floor. We see a bug leg thing like come out of his arm. Yeah. And then he just grabs some tape and tapes the whole shit. Yeah, it's just like like that brown shiny packing tape. <laughs> and, he pa- and it's pretty good effect too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks like arms, it really comes out of his yeah, arm. Yeah, the arm's moving, and it's, um, the, like, the little bug leg is coming out, and, like, it's not too gross. Uh, I mean, it, it's gross in the sense that you don't want a bug arm popping out oh, of your arm. Oh, yeah, you don't want something arm. popping out of your arm. But it's not, like, it's not. there's not a lot of blood. There's not a lot of thing, which I kind of appreciate. I'm like, eh, if something did it's pop out of your arm, down. it would have, it for lack of a better term, it's realistic. It's realistic without being overly gory. Without being overly gory, yeah. but... Um, we start to notice also, also from the the body that the bad alien bad guys in it start, it's starting to break down. It's breaking down quick. Yeah, which I mean, we kind of knew that because he grabbed it from a hospital. He grabbed it from a hospital. The guy had like all kinds of like cardio and gastro yeah. gastrointestinal stuff going on. So it's kind of I, I like this aspect of the movie that like not every not every body is equal. Sure, you know sure. what I mean. Like the young guy, he was able to like you know rob a bank and grab yeah, a car use real quite quick, a bit. and yeah. you know. But this guy, he's middle aged. He's had all kinds of health problems. The doctors are like, he shouldn't even be like up and walking around. There's no way he couldn't even hardly move. Yeah. But the alien has obviously got him up and out of that, and he's been doing and stuff and running around chasing cars and, yeah and shooting people so it's taking its toll on this guy so very quickly you can tell that there's another body swap coming and yeah it's pretty there's gonna have to be it's gonna have to be otherwise it's just gonna so we come back to the cops at the station they're looking up the anchor import stuff they see this guy's an arms dealer oh that's what we just saw uh, <laughs> one of the other cops walks up behind him with a flamethrower that they picked up from someone on the street that is a detail that comes back into play later okay. i love how subtly it's done Yes, I was going to mention that. I was like, you know, there could have been a really like clunky way to do it. Yeah. Because I was like, eh, we look what we pulled off some. He says homeboy. I love that. Yeah. And yeah. this guy, I love he's in this show that my wife and I watch. I watch it with her. It's called um, Being Mary Jane. If you've heard this that show before, but he plays the brother on Being Mary Jane. But he's also been in uh, Firefly. He's I, one of the, I knew him from Law and Order. Yeah, and Law and Order, he's been yeah. Law and Order. So he's like plays one of the detectives. I love that actor. I yeah, think he's really good. No, he's good. He's, There's a lot of great. great little actors that you know from stuff in this. You're yeah. Like, hey, it's that one guy. Even uh, Danny Trejo shows up. Yep. Spoilers. Yep. Uh, later on. But um, I hope I didn't ruin that for you. No, it's fine. Okay. It's in my notes, but okay, I don't care. Okay. It's fine. Yeah, but it's cool. So you get, I, I love that there's nice little actors in the background yeah. that like, but that are really, and it's done subtly. It's it's really good. Yeah. But I love that they're like, yeah, we just took this off some homeboy off the street. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, whatever happened to zip guns? And I was like, okay, that's a nice little. That's mo- funny. I like that. Yeah. I like that it's real subtle and because that would happen. Because I've heard. I have to tell this story. I used to do computer work for a police department here in Central Ohio, one of the smaller uh, suburb places. And I was talking to one of the detectives, and he had all kinds of crazy stories because he used to work for a bigger city okay. before he moved to Ohio. So. 
that scene right there where he comes in with a flamethrower <laughs> is nothing because that kind of stuff happens all the time. It's, just all the it's time. never in, it's never in the news. It's just casual. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like look what we confiscated off this guy. Yeah, and you're like some dude was just walking yeah, around. Yeah, we, we came in thrower? to bust him on a warrant for for something small. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or I pulled him over yeah. and he had this in his trunk, you know, when I you know, when yeah. I saw that he had like empty beer cans, I made him open up his car. So it's 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 kind of crazy. So if somebody says that's unrealistic, I'm going to say no, it's not. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, and like you said, it's done so subtle that you're just like oh, it's that's just a weird. little background thing. It had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty cool. It's pretty. It's just interesting to mention. And it's it, like you said, I agree with what you're saying. It's really, really, really well. Yeah, done. I like that. I, yeah. There's some. It's obviously we both already said we like the movie, but there's some great little <laughs> subtle things about it that make it likable. Yeah. Like that. That yeah. all add up. Oh, show. So Gallagher ends up uh, getting invited by the sergeant over to dinner, and we get a whole dinner scene. Uh, that's pretty good. We get to learn a lot about them. My Keith takeaway from all of this uh-huh. uh the main thing we learn is that gallagher had a daughter he's super creepy around little girls and he's from russell hug it's <laughs> <laughs> from a place called russell hug which Russell-hug. she thinks is that up north or something and he says like yeah, yeah or yeah. something and like well he points he points up, up. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh he has a dead wife who was killed along yeah. with his daughter by the guy okay. they're tracking down sorry i jumped ahead there I that's okay no that's where they did say i know you said that that might have been later it was during the scene the dinner scene which is fine doesn't matter i took very loose notes with but this um movie. what did you think about the the creepiness with the little girl it comes back in at the very end again but okay. like i'm like what is i think there was a subplot that was cut uh that would make sense i don't know i, I have no sense. way to back that up because they try to establish something and i'm like is that going to come back i have a theory at the end doesn't. i'll tell you okay good but I, I didn't I, I didn't read from anybody this is just I something i thought of well you have great theories so i can't wait to hear it i, I do like that he get gets drunk off of one beer <laughs> yes he gets wasted he gets really like he can't he's like he's not like but he can't like really form sentences and when she's asking him questions he's just like delayed he's out of it he's just out of it he's just i love it i love it but it's not again this is done very subtly because Kyle mclaughlin is such a great actor yeah that gallagher you know he's he plays gallagher the fbi agent is just like he's eating his dinner like a little kid like he can't quite like get it. It's like if you gave a kid beer and they tried to like eat their dinner. They're just like trying their hardest to keep composure. He's, yeah, he's trying to maintain like so hard. <laughs> it's you pretty can funny. tell, and it's really great. And, and there's a line the, about it in a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah, like Sergeant is just like shaking his head, and I and I like the Sergeant's wife. I like her too. Like there's, again, there's a she's lot. She's very of, normal. Yeah. She's very normal, but she's not. She seems like real down to earth. Yeah. And she seems very caring. And he, he does seem pretty weird around the girl. But I think it's if you had lost a kid, I think he just walks into her room and stares at her. It's he like, does. What are you doing? <laughs> well, I think that was supposed to imply that, like, he misses his little girl and misses that moment of tucking his daughter in. Yeah. And yeah. everything like that. So that could be. I chalked it up to he's acting weird because something tragic has happened to him. And I can't fault anybody for being weird when something unnatural like that, when a kid dies, you know what I mean? That's what, and I'm reading into this way too much, but yeah, I'm I just, think you are. I, you're going to a whole other place there. I just think he's, I, I just think he's it. creepy you know around me. little girls. I get girls. into movies. I get into them. It's so good. I love getting into it. I love throwing myself into a movie. You should start a podcast. A what? Oh. What? There are these things online. People listen to them for some reason. I guess. So we end up cutting over to the harem room, which is another card in the dead dude's uh, wallet that he stole from the dealership. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. Just another little callback to that. Uh, we end up seeing Claudia Christian from Babylon 5 as yeah. a stripper. Did you ever watch stage. Babylon 5? I did not. Uh, I liked Babylon 5. I didn't like it as a kid because it's really about, it's like space politics. It's, uh, I think it's pretty good. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I hear it's good. I just never watched it. That's all. I think you might like it. Yeah. I've got anyway. nothing against it. <laughs> just... Any Babylon 5 uh, fans out there, let us know. So uh, she's she plays a stripper in this. If you happen to like her and you want to see her as a stripper, here's a movie for you. Um, so the bad guy is there at the harem room having a drink. He's bleeding all over the bar, and the bartender asks him about it, and he just ends up like not looking real good. And the cops, well, does he even notice it? He doesn't act like he know. He asks him. I don't because think he, he lo- really notices. No, he doesn't notice the blood. I think he asks him because he looks gray. He looks completely green. he looks terrible yeah. yeah and and he's like sweating the cops we see the like cops that cold outside. clammy sweat yeah he's got that cold sweat going <laughs> flop sweat yeah uh the cops <laughs> discover <laughs> the ferrari outside and call the sergeant to go get it oh that bartender i recognize him from stuff too yeah there's a lot of like you said there's a lot of like that guy kind of people in this yeah so we end up cutting back to the bar and our bad guy is creeping on the stripper in the back room uh that claudia christian and he ends up transferring into her, just to cut it short. Yeah, uh, you don't really see it. Walking out the front door as her now, as the cops are kind of guarding the front door. He gets harassed by some sleazy dude on the street wearing a Lamborghini jacket, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this movie sponsored by Lamborghini. Well, it's just a... Uh, Lamborghini, ca- you like a, expensive stuff, right? Well, it's like a opposite sort of to the Ferrari stuff that the, the main guy, the bad guy was liking. Because like Lambo and Ferrari are kind yeah. of like different. So yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of funny. They're, yeah, they're so, competitors. Sleazeball yeah. offers her a ride in his nice car. Even though he's wearing a Lamborghini, they get in a Cadillac. So anyway, uh, back Cadillacs at the bar. are nice cars. They're just not as nice as Lamborghinis. <laughs> well, it's, it's a different class of a vehicle. Exactly. It's just I think that's funny too, though. Supercar versus a, uh, you know, a, a luxury car it's you know, a luxury, luxury car, car but it's funny that he is but wearing a lamborghini jacket jacket yeah. and he drives a cat he's so sleazy and clearly drunk uh, <laughs> he uh back at the bar we just see the cops uh checking everything out another uh, crime scene <laughs> cut to the cadillac rocking around with the stripper and the sleaze ball he's screaming ow suddenly and she <laughs> drops him out the side of the car we assume he's dead and she takes off in the car um, <sighs> cutting back to the bar they're talking to a stripper who tells them they haven't seen this guy before uh when they're showing him the pictures uh gallagher now says they need to find brenda the stripper so yeah. we learn her name is brenda um they find the dead guy in the parking lot that she left cutting quite a bit i, I just blew through quite a bit do you want to up and say some stuff i do want to back up Please just do. a little bit. i just wanted to lead the plot along no you're Let's doing a great talk. job keep going sergeant still doesn't know what's going on right He's still frustrated after the this. this is after the dinner we hear about the one guy dying uh, in other words when the alien guy transfers to the old guy body to the new stripper body uh the stripper body <laughs> yeah. sounds funny well, go ahead <laughs> into the stripper which also sounds bad but into the the stripper's body the sergeant gets the call so they wake up in the middle of the night because the fbi is staying over at the guy's house after dinner he's hung over and he's like i love that the sergeant says to gallagher he goes uh as a word of as a friend don't drink which is funny because he's like after one beer i don't even think he finished the beer he's totally drunk you're so, right and i skipped one of my favorite pieces from that too oh what's that when he's eating the alka-seltzer <sighs> so yeah it goes to give yeah. him the alka-seltzer and a glass of water <laughs> and he he bites one of the alka-seltzers in half and he's like no you put it in the water it's alka-seltzer yeah and then so he does that and then back at the bar the another cop walks over and says uh, sergeant said you might need this or something and he hands him like aspirin and a glass of water <laughs> and he like looks at the aspirin and then drops him in the water i love that. But that's a great like alien sort of a moment because if if you're told that this stuff goes in water and then you're given something else that's basically similar, you're just yeah. gonna drop it in the water. Like it's ridiculous to us because we know it's different, but right. like he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. It's <laughs> it's really funny, and I I love how there's little funny moments to make this like light. Yeah, 
like it's not too heavy. Like we're t- I can't when believe we're describing this, this sounds yeah. like the darkest movie ever. But it's really not that dark. No, it's pretty, and I love that there's little like funny moments like that. That's a good way to say it. Yeah, yeah. There's like little funny moments. So they get there. He's like, we need to find the stripper. And he's like, wait a sec. Are you telling me that the first guy from the opening scene, the bank robber, the old guy um, who's robbed the dealership, and the stripper are all in it together? Because the, the sergeant <laughs> doesn't understand what's going on. He doesn't know. We're we're ahead of the cops. He doesn't know that the alien is transferring from body to body but clearly gallagher the fbi agent knows that they're transferring to body to body so right. the sergeant's just had just about enough like he's had just about enough and well, he's like, all this death in his city and everything well, there's, else and... he's been he's going from crime scene to crime scene yeah. to crime scene with no they're idea at a crime scene and the one guy who's sort of his partner not really but the one he works with the most comes up to him and says you're not going to believe this and he goes let me guess another body and he's talking about the one in the parking lot that just got dumped yeah out of the cadillac yeah. The sergeant's had enough and he's just like, I just want you to know this is weird. And he goes, Yeah, I just and, want and, you and, to know that. Yeah, and Gallagher <laughs> goes, It is weird. And he goes, Well, I knew that. He's like, I just wanted to know if you knew that. Yeah. <laughs> because this is a funny little line. Yeah. Because yeah, Gallagher seems like pretty unflappable. Like this is yeah. not nothing's phasing nothing's phasing him. him yeah. At all. Exactly. So we end up seeing uh, some cops on the street. Uh, some you know regular cops uh, go to pull over the Cadillac with Brenda. It's going down the street. She screeches to a halt. Gets out of it like seductively out of the car. Yeah. And just opens fire with like an assault shotgun thing, and then like speeds yeah. off. Uh, we see Gallagher and Sergeant. And back in his uh, Porsche, and they they pass the cops, and they're like, "I guess we're going the right way." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Just follow the mayhem. And so they they go to catch up to her, which they do. She fires a shot at them, blows out their window. Sergeant returns fire, can't hit her tires. <laughs> He's a bad shot. Clearly, there's a joke about it in a minute. Yeah. And then uh, Gallagher shoots at her and makes the car crash with just two shots, which is pretty funny. It's really great. Because he's driving and shooting. So, or, no, he he says, take the wheel. That's right. He says, hold my beer. No, he says, yeah. take the wheel. That's oh what he said. <laughs> joke. So, but this is a good, this is not as good as the opening scene, but this is a pretty good car chase, too. With the, yeah, it's a decent little short one. Yeah. It's actually yeah. Porsche, but whatever. And then, uh, so she ends up <laughs> crashing into a department store, like a, through a window. And uh, they get out. They go to find her. It's all quiet. Suddenly, they don't know where she is. And uh, right before they go into the warehouse, he makes a little crack. He's like, I'll cover you. And he's like, I feel safer if you didn't. <laughs> and then he's like, what? Do you want my help or something? And they have a little moment. He's like, I, I need you to cover me. He ends up telling that. him to like save his ego. It's so great. <laughs> it's what, funny. I love that moment too. So what I love about it is that they're like leaned up and they both have their guns up like you've seen in every cop movie ever. Yeah. And, and they're both ready. And the sergeant's just like, I'll cover you. And he's like, I feel better if you didn't. You know what I mean? And so the sergeant just like drops his arms down to his side. He's, he's just like, like he's like, he's just like waving his hands like, like, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? He's, like, he's got his arms out. Like, he's like totally given up. He's like, this guy is weird. He's eccentric. He doesn't know how to drink. Apparently like, he doesn't want my help. He doesn't want my help. He's acting weird around my kid. Like this, who is this guy? Like, yeah. Who is this guy? He's worth the FBI. I don't know if he's with the FBI. Like, he's like, it's he's freaking out. So at this point, he's just like done. Like the sergeant's like totally done. There's like absolute mayhem. There's been multiple murders within like 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> so he just like, he like gives up. He like he he like breaks his posture and it's just like one of the best scenes in the movie to me because he's just like it was funny it was yeah little, it's it's a good moment it's a good little buddy scene. it's a, it is a great little buddy scene so they they go into the place it's a warehouse full of mannequins uh, which is creepy which is is funny too because the name of the place is Neptune uh, so it's Neptune mannequins <laughs> um, which is kind of funny. wink wink uh, since they're aliens anyway um. So they end up finding her. She opens fire on them with the shotgun. They have a little shootout. The sergeant's confused because he hits her several times.
several times, but doesn't even phase her. Yeah. She just walks out through a door to go up to the roof. She's getting hit a lot. And she got hit a lot. And he's like, you know, what the heck? And so Gallagher says, we need to find her before she dies. And he makes, what is it he says about that? Like, uh, how about we just like wait until after or something? I don't know. He makes some crack about that. Like, why yeah. don't we just let her die? And then, so she opens fire on them on the roof. The sergeant ends up dangling over the edge of the building after getting hit because he, he takes a shot in the shoulder and then dangles over the side and he's holding on. Gallagher ends up, uh, he walks up behind her after she's injured at this point and just unloads a full magazine into her. He pulls out a uh, weird weapon thing yeah. that we get our first glimpse of this weird uh, metallic gun-like weapon it sort looks, of a thing. It looks like it could be from Star Trek. Like that's yeah. what it, It's like a little phaser sort of gun. Exactly. They don't really say what it is. But... No, they never end up saying what it really is, but we get a couple clear views of it. Basically, she says to him that it's, you know, this isn't over. She's not coming out yet and she'll kill him first. And then she jumps off the roof. Yeah. And the sergeant watches all of this. He gets to see yeah. all of it while he's trying to pull himself back up from the ledge. Yeah, like Gallagher helps him up off the edge. Yeah. And he just like Gallagher just unloads on the stripper alien. We see the police all show up at this point after she's jumped off the roof. Uh, the lieutenant shows up who's running everything and he's got his dog with him. Dog runs over to the body before anybody's really over there and we see the girl wake up suddenly and grab the dog. It's just like a quick, you know, little clip. Yeah. So we get an idea of what's going on. Uh, Gallagher gets there, you know, he gets down to the ground floor. She's dead already. So she's just flat out and he's frantic about it because he, he wants to know who was there, who touched her, yeah. you know. And then we see the dog walk away stare back at Gallagher and growls a bit which is kind of cool and I just blew through quite a bit before I keep going do you want to say anything else I about do that I have yep. in my notes okay so the bad guys transferred into the dog but this is the best acting by a dog that I think I've ever seen <laughs> this uh, dog needed to win an award this there's and, another and, scene too and <laughs> it's it's great this and the thing is some good acting by dogs because he's like oh, true. he's yep. he's like rolling his lips up so you, he it's not a full snarl but he's it's like he's like measured it's like it knows what it's doing it, well it's weird <laughs> because it's not fully baring its teeth yeah but it's doing it like i can't describe it this sounds like the stupidest thing ever but he's like barely snarling almost like the guy when he was driving the car like he does like a little smile tiny the smirk almost smirk kind come of up. Thing? so yeah. this dog is like oh. smirking that's all <laughs> yeah. i can think of because if you follow the logic of the movie it's the same alien trapped into another being right and so he's acting the same and i love it yeah no it's great we the, gotta get a gif of the that dog so you know perfect. what i'm talking about yeah. <laughs> the dog did very well he's a good boy he's a good boy he's <laughs> probably girl. dead by now uh, <laughs> oh thanks buddy <laughs> uh anyway we'll never forget you good dog <laughs> so uh we end up having an exchange after all of this with the uh, sergeant and gallagher gallagher refuses to explain to him what's going on and just tells him that he's still got to find what he's looking for he just doesn't know where basically yeah and the sergeant gets angry tells one of the other cops to go arrest him which he does so he ends up taking his gun and stuff and you know takes him back to the station for processing so back at the station the sergeant calls his wife to say he'll be home soon another cop comes in after arresting gallagher and gives him his stuff that they pulled off of him including that weird weapon which he's then told to take to the lab to have analyzed because they want to know what it is yeah naturally what is this would. thing so another cop then comes in the the paper dude the guy with the, the paper paperwork, punk, paperwork yeah, paper punk. punk. There you go. I couldn't think of what the you called yeah, I called him the paperwork punk. Uh, so that guy comes in. Uh, he has a bunch of info for the for our sergeant. Uh, he tells him the FBI says Gallagher was killed in a forest fire about a month ago. He has a picture of a guy whose name is Stone, which is Kyle McLaughlin. And yeah. he shows him that this guy must have taken Gallagher's identity. 
So we actually, this whole time, we have no idea what Gallagher looks like. Um, so we then see, we cut back to the lieutenant's house, and we see the dog there. It's staring at itself in the mirror, which was kind of cool. And then uh, it's, it it's unnerving. Yeah, it's a little weird, because it's like sitting up on a, uh, like a, and it's like staring at itself in the mirror. It it and looks like a little what they call like a makeup bench like a whatever. vanity like a vanity yeah so it's on like a little bench in front of the mirror and it's just looking at itself it's and just perched there it's watching the lieutenant go around it watches him like walk around the house it snarls at him a couple times he goes to the lieutenant goes to the kitchen to get a snack and the dog just suddenly what leaps through like a door yeah it's like a door with like slats on it kind of a thing and it just jumps through it and knocks him into the fridge yeah so he must be in like the living area and for whatever reason this used to be like in the 80s and 70s yeah there used to be like these doors and for whatever reason they would be doors to another part of the of the house obviously separating the living room and the kitchen that's not uncommon but it had like slats on just it just like open air like, kind of slats yeah they're open air sl- which is real weird and like the bottom half is like completely closed like it's a normal yeah. solid door but then the upper half had like slats but it's like, like you, you would for an outside door why not just have a solid door I don't know it's so weird but he busts through it uh, the dog does and knocks the guy out and he does that little half snarl thing it, and so we know? get the idea obviously the dog's gonna you know or the, the entity's gonna transfer out of the dog and into the guy but we cut back to the station before scene. it really shows anything it is a good little scene that yeah. dog is a fantastic actor once again um <laughs> but back at the station we see a cop bring gallagher or stone back into the sergeant's desk he has him handcuffed and he sits him down for a chat you know take the handcuffs off of stone uh he sits him down for a chat tells him he knows where he knows all about him he knows his identity they have an argument stone tells him that he uh they are all the same thing and that he's been chasing him for a while that, about the entity. He yeah. tells him that it jumps bodies. He can only kill it when it comes out of a body. And it'll come find him there now. As far as Stone, it's going to come after him now because it knows he's there. But he needs his weapon back as it's the only thing that'll kill it. Yeah. Then we see Sergeant putting Stone back in the jail again. Basically doesn't believe him. It just slams him shut in the jail, which is a yeah. funny little cut, actually. It's a funny cut. It could be played for comedy. And it sort of is and sort of isn't because it's, it's just like... a little comedic. It's yeah. a little... It's supposed to be. Yeah. It, it knows what it's doing because it's like, it's a frustrating because we know that Gallagher is telling the truth. But he does sound crazy as hell. He sounds crazy. <laughs> sounds like homeless dude and, going nuts. And the guy's a no nonsense. <laughs> the sergeant's a no nonsense cop. And he's just like, if, if he told him that story, he'd be like, okay, whatever, dude. You lied to me. You lied. You said you were FBI. You, you said you stole this car. Now you really did. We found out you did steal this car. You got a weird weapon on you. You seem to know what's going on, but you're not telling me. So he's just had enough. It's frustrating because it's like, oh, no. He's like, he needs to believe him because it'll be easier. But, you know, it's a movie. It doesn't have to be. It's better it's for dramatically for him not to be uh, believed. But it's also funny because he's just like cut to bars. Yeah, just suddenly like, bars closing on his face. On and it's like, face. oh, come on. <laughs> I like that word. The, the cops are finally catching up to us. They're, they're Yeah, they're catching up to the story. Not but, quite yet. But on the other hand, they're not stupid, which I I can appreciate because like as frustrating as it may be as the viewer, since we know more and we are in a a movie land, um, they're not stupid. Like, no, he's hearing him out and everything else. He's being he's being smart about it. But on the other hand, it's like, yeah, he's being completely logical. Come on. If somebody told you this in real life, are you just going to be like, oh, yeah, let's get your weapon back? Yeah. Especially when you're a cop and you go off of facts. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's not going to make it makes sense. sense. It makes sense. So we cut back real quick to the sergeant getting home, seeing his wife, uh, uh, and then he he relaxes. We then see the lieutenant show up at work, and a cop. Uh, we get a couple comments made uh, about um, that he wasn't supposed to be coming in today. You know, a couple things. He meets the security people. The lieutenant meets security people for the senator. It's giving a speech Gallagher. that day. <laughs> 
yeah. yeah that's an actor's name clue gallagher yeah 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 i love him he's great yeah he was uh what in some westerns and stuff he's I in believe. some westerns yeah. yeah so he's meeting the security guys for the senator um we learn he's given the speech that day and everything too uh we cut to uh at the police station the f- what i assume is the firearms like expert guy you know testing bullets and stuff like that or you know te- doing the um ballistics testing and oh, stuff. oh yeah sorry yeah. and so doing all of that he's kind of in thing. the lab yeah uh, in the lab with the firearms um and he picks up that weird weapon from from stone and accidentally ends up blowing a hole in the wall <laughs> right which causes all the cops naturally in the station to panic and they run to the explosion the lieutenant heads to that area because he hears it too and he finds the weapon takes it with him along with a gun and a rocket launcher <laughs> which is pretty cool the yeah, lieutenant he just starts taking stuff yeah he's just grabbing things the lieutenant ends up meeting a, i'm gonna blow through some of this pretty quick so stop me if you want to back up um, uh we're getting to the nitty-gritty of the end so and there's a lot of stuff that happens in a very short amount now especially uh, we'll just so, give you the bullet points you know what i mean so the lieutenant meets up with the sergeant asks him where the other one that he had with him is meaning stone and he tells him he's locked up in the you know in the holding cells the lieutenant says he's already shot him once and i'll do it again and suddenly that sergeant catches on that the lieutenant is the entity that he's been searching out lieutenant starts shooting the cops in the hallway other cops and they start heading to the jail he takes the sergeant as like a hostage down the hallway with him and uh basically the other cops end up getting the drop on him they shoot the heck out of him he the out of the lieutenant sergeant takes the alien weapon but then the lieutenant gets back up starts shooting again sergeant heads to the jail he gets them to let him in takes a little convincing he gets to stone gives him his weapon back that weird looking weapon we see the lieutenant round the corner and use a grenade to basically blow the gate down to get into the jail the holding area and just start shooting the guards there. So now we're into the jail. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to say before I keep going? Uh, hopefully I'm being coherent, people. It's a lot of action. There's a lot going on. Everything's sort of, like I said, the cops and everything are catching up. Yep. Now, we're coming up. finally, on the- Sergeant is on the same page we are. He finally believes Gallagher slash Stone. Because he's oh, seen it take his lieutenant. Now. Yeah, so it's like he's, he's been acting weird and he can tell that the entity is now inside of um, the lieutenant. Yeah. So and the lieutenant starts shooting at the, at the these guys, the sergeant and Gallagher down the hallway, they end up, uh, Stone gets hit in the leg, like down at his ankle kind of a thing. They have an exchange of words, you know, they're yeah. talking and stuff. And then suddenly, as Mac mentioned, we get Danny Trejo <laughs> yells at the oh, lieutenant yeah. from a cell. He gets shot up. It's like, he gets like, what, one sentence maybe? And then yeah. he just gets shot. <laughs> and he's... It's just funny seeing him like young like that kind of because yeah, know, it's he just obviously didn't get real popular until he was a little older than that. So. He, he had only been I I don't know if this is his first appearance. I don't think it is, but no. it's just funny to see. Oh, that that random guy, that random convict behind the bars, or is uh, Danny Trejo? I was like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's just kind of funny seeing him in something. His machete. Early like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, Danny Trejo gets shot. The lieutenant shows up right next to the guys, to uh, Gallagher and the sergeant, and he's got the rocket launcher. Sergeant shoots him in the head, which makes him, like, spin and launch the rocket launcher down the hallway. It's kind of hard to describe, but basically he's, like, right there. Sergeant shoots him. He spins and then launches the rocket down the hallway yeah. towards the end. So it's a little weird. He ends up getting away. Uh, the lieutenant does. The the entity gets away. Yeah, he gets away. So they go out to look for him. They're chasing him down the halls. They've got a blood trail to follow now. They chase trace it into an office and they're they end up seeing the uh the dead lieutenant there 
Uh, there's another guy in there. They tell him that they just saw Willis leave a minute ago. So they were now we got to go find Willis. Yeah, Willis is that other detective that the sergeant was working with. It's the, the one uh, he works Ed with Ross a lot. Or yeah, something I think is his name. I haven't referred to him the, the whole time we're recording this. That's something I just referred to him as that other detective that was helping yeah. the sergeant. Yeah, and the actor is Ed Ross. He's been in some other. It's yeah, another he, kind of that guy. That yeah, it's, he's he's that guy. Well, interesting to note here: the sergeant says to Gallagher, "Why don't you use the the gun on him?" Yeah, and so yep. Gallagher yeah, slash Stone. Shoots him and nothing happens. Yeah, well, you get to see like he gets like like his well, body goes like all body, like tingly like, looking or it's whatever. Like tingly and, and it's like he like lights up a little bit he's like, and he's like whoa, <laughs> he's like wrong composition. So it doesn't apparently it doesn't work on human, which matter. doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because like if the entity's still inside of the body, like yeah, seriously, or just freaking blast it open with a the shotgun only thing and I then can, shoot into the it. only thing I can I think of, and this is getting real stupid, is uh, okay. The alien is uh, silicon based and the humans you know we're carbon carbon based life forms so maybe it's a different composition as far as that well i get that but like if you just took like an automatic weapon and just basically perforate the human shell (laughs) right and then just launch that other weapon right inside of it it yeah just you know it's exposed it should do yeah but how long would that take though because bullet holes aren't very big yeah but if you you grab a you can grab something i'm sure you got an idea over there (laughs) anyway (laughs) (laughs) that's what i wanted to hear i wanted to hear your theory you can grab a belt fed 249 or something and just (laughs) just open them up i mean (laughs) watch out peter's coming for you or uh if if you've seen like the expendables And he's got the shotgun with like the he's got that twelve gauge with the oh, uh, yeah. the drum on it. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, yeah. full of rounds. <laughs> Fifty round drum on a twelve gauge. I think you could get through that shell. Anyway. <laughs> uh <laughs> So we end up cutting to the senator shows up to his speech at like a hotel thing. Uh, we see Willis, our, our new entity. We see Willis. Yeah, yeah, he's the new guy. The new host. He's the detective that was helping out Willis. Yep. Yeah. So he arrives there. He gets past security because he's a cop. You know, no big deal. Um, and Sergeant and Stone are on their way. They bust in just in time to miss Willis. The senator is suddenly rushed to a safe area due to the threat. Uh, this a, is a regular cop, a uh, you know street cop. Uh, addresses what confronts Willis and says he has orders to detain him. Willis says, sure, starts to put his hands up and then just shoots him and it <laughs> throws everything into a panic, of course. Well, like he goes to act like he's gonna lay down his gun, but he just he doesn't. No, and, and then I'm he like, just shoots Oh, him. rookie mistake there, uniform cop. Yep. <laughs> One part to notice is that when uh, the sergeant asks Gallagher, you know, is any part of Willis still alive? And he's like, No. So apparently <laughs> we done. find out late in the movie that when this thing takes over, it takes over. Yeah, they're dead. And so essentially you're you're just the dead. host is dead yeah the host is dead so it's, it's yeah. not really a parasite sort of thing because it's you're you're not alive once the entity takes over yeah it basically kills you and just uses yeah, your body uses your body so yeah. it's, no, it's a good distinction that they did yeah it's a good distinction we find yeah. out late in the game but it really it doesn't really matter yeah. but I, it's just it's interesting. interesting to know yeah. it's just interesting to know it's, it's a plot yeah. point yeah so we see the senator get pulled into a closet area because they want to try to keep him safe and out of the way uh willis ends up getting shot up and just keeps moving uh he heads to the kitchen we have a shootout scene here in the kitchen that's kind of important the sergeant runs out of ammo just gets basically a couple bullet holes put right into his gut and he goes down willis leaves stone uh comforts him you know because he's now you know they're they're buddies you know yeah they're so partners in this. Yeah, and we got about 10 minutes left uh, in the movie at this point. So we're just about at the end. We see Willis end up getting to the senator. Cut right to that. 
Uh, there's an assistant lady oh, yeah, that's he, yeah. in the closet that he doesn't know is there. She ends up seeing what's going on as the transfer happens into the senator from Willis. Security people rush in uh, and they end up getting, you know, get the uh, senator out of there. While the senator is leaving, he exchanges a glance with Stone on his way out. And it's pretty clear that, you know, that's what's going on. Uh, so things are cleaned up around the building. Sergeant's wheeled out on a gurney. Um, before I cut to the end scene, did you have anything else you want to talk just about? To, just to clarify stone and gallagher are the same person yes i if you sorry, can't keep I, up because we're hitting you with a lot of information it's a lot that happens fast i've switched from calling uh kyle mclaughlin <laughs> i've switched from calling mclaughlin gallagher i just want to make that clarification if it's unclear to people but no this is we're getting down to the nitty-gritty this is it uh it's kind of the showdown this is this is the last stand you can yeah. tell this is the last stand. this, this is, is the last bit of it so yeah. i'm gonna blow through it real quick here and then mac you can chime in we'll go backwards and talk about it a little bit more because there's definitely stuff to talk about but let me go through the quick end plot here yeah just get it all the way to the end. So we cut to a press conference with the senator. They're talking about what happened with Willis. The senator ends up telling him he wants to run for president, and they all applaud. We see Stone head on in with a bag, and he gets stopped by security. He runs past security. They want to see what's in the bag. He won't show him. Uh, so we get a slow-mo scene of him rushing in, taking a bunch of hits. He gets shot up. Uh, Stone does. The senator grabs a gun from one of the security people, starts shooting at Stone. We see Stone has the flamethrower in the bag from earlier. That's why I made it clear to mention that. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the flamethrower from the homeboy. And he just blasts the senator with the flamethrower in front of everybody. So this causes the bug thing to come out of the mouth in front of everybody. So Stone finally gets to blast it with his weapon and it explodes just, you know, right there in front of everybody. That's kind of the end-ish scene. There's a bunch more here. Um, you mean to go ahead and blast it to the end? Well, I just want to say... Or did you want to say anything about that? A couple quick things. Yeah. That slow-mo scene, he's just getting lit up. Gallagher slash Stone is just getting lit up by the bullets. Yeah. He doesn't stop. In the bag, we don't really know what's in the bag. Exactly. Yet. Yeah, so you don't know what's in he pulls it out. And then when the guy, when, when the, the senator, who's the alien now, uh, sees it, like he freaks out because he's got a gun. I think it's funny that he knew what it was, though. Like, why would, I don't know. Like, uh, He's been here a while. I guess. You know that that's a homeboy's flamethrower. Oh, snap. All right, well, it doesn't I, matter. It doesn't matter, but I see what you're, I see what <laughs> yeah. you're saying. But I, I took it as he's been down here and he's handled enough weapons just because he's kind of like a criminal guy. He's got guy. an idea like, what's going like, on. He, yeah. he kind of, he, he thinks, he knows it's some kind of gun and it's big. From a logical standpoint, it's a big gun to him. Yeah, he he's doesn't, maybe to doesn't get hit know. with something. Yeah, he. I, I, that's what I took it as. Sure. And then it's a cool. It's it's a cool. It's a cool. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's cool scene. The flamethrower. It's cool scene because it's a yeah <laughs> yeah. It's cool scene yeah. <laughs> it's cool scene. The flamethrower, and then the guy, the stunt guy, gets hit with the flames, and then we get to see the alien get shot with the the laser beam, phaser gun, whatever that thing is. This this whole scene is is really good. It's and pretty good, but it's very fast. It's it's fast, and then after that, it's basically just like the aftermath of what's happened because yeah. the we, they they got the bad guy. He finally got the bad guy. So we end up cutting to a hospital bed with the sergeant and his wife, and I just gotta say, this is yeah. a very awkward scene with the doctor, and he just so the doctor is there. How he's, so? He's like pulls the wife away from the bed. And he just stands behind her and sighs while she's crying. What? It's a doctor. He sees this crap every day. What is it? He's just standing there staring at the back of her head. Look at him. I mean, it's like a solid like 30 seconds. It's We're just watching weird. him stare at the back of her head. It's it's real And he weird. follows her out into the hall with her kid and stuff there. And we end up seeing Stone I think Stone he's just trying to be comforting, I guess. I guess, but it's it's a doctor. He sees this stuff all the time. And he's just well, staring at her. That doesn't mean he has her. to be callous. But look though. at him just staring at her. We're watching it, as we mentioned. And he's just like following them around. 
around staring at the back of her head the whole time. It's a weird directorial choice. Well, basically, it is very strange. <laughs> We're, the sergeant's gonna die. He's not. It gonna doesn't make ruin it. the movie or anything. I'm just saying it's he's very not bizarre. Make like, it. what is he? I get it, fixated it on the It could have been done a little better. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. It's shot fine, but. The direction on it is kind of weird because the doctor has nothing to do. And that's all I mean. But it was distractingly weird to me because I'm just oh, watching the doctor. See, I, the didn't, I just <laughs> took like, it as he he's doing? like, he can't, they can't really do anything. He's going to die. Well, but I thought he, it was going to turn out that he was there. Like dad or something. He's trying to have a bedside manner. I don't know. Whatever. I've been in a it lot of hospitals matter. and visited a lot of people with that are going through different things. And doctors have been there. So to me, it wasn't weird. Okay. But but yeah, I maybe. don't know. I'm reading too much into it. It was distracting. That's a front. Hey, look, I was reading into the dog. So, so Stone, <laughs> Stone is in the hospital room right down the way. Yeah. He was watching the wife and daughter leave. He then heads into the sergeant room. Sergeant's room. We see that the sergeant's not doing no, sergeant well. sergeant room. Sergeant room. Yeah, it's the sergeant room. You know, that's where <laughs> the sergeants go after they've been shot. So <laughs> it's their reserved room. Uh, and that's the sergeant doctor that we saw. That's why he just stares at the <laughs> Anyway. He doesn't say um, anything. doesn't so, do anything. He just stands the Sergeant there. suddenly flatlines. We see Stone turn off the uh, monitor so that we don't have to hear the flatlining anymore. Stone then transfers himself into the sergeant's body via a light beam, which is interesting. So the other kind of interesting thing is these these aliens through the whole movie have had different uh, abilities because clearly Stone can tell which person the other guy is in, but the other or yeah, can't like, tell. I'm sorry. Stone can't tell where the entity is just by looking at them. But that entity seems to be able to tell who Stone is. No, he can tell. You think? Yeah, because he does it once. He has to look him in the eye. Yeah. But he's because there's a couple points where he's like, because remember when uh, the uh, lieutenant gets away, yeah. they run into uh, paperwork punk. Yeah. And paperwork punks, he, they look at him, they both look at him and the sergeant's like, is it him? Stone Gallagher is like, no, no. it's not him because he's hurt. And so they think he's going to get transferred here pretty I get soon. You. Yeah. So he, he can look at them and then no, they just seem to have different abilities. with they identifying have, each other. We're getting the sense that obviously that this guy's an alien. Yeah. Gallagher Stone is an alien and he can transfer bodies apparently. But too. they don't seem like they're the same thing. Right. And then but that's what's kind of made clear here. Rather than being this creepy bug thing that transfers <laughs> bodies, we just see a light beam go from Stone. You know, yeah. he's, he's our white knight. So he just, you know, he transfers all cleanly. He's, he doesn't creep us out. Except, right. for, except for when he's around little girls. Um, <laughs> he doesn't do anything. He just mostly just stares. But that's what's creepy. It anyway, is, it uh, is kind of a little off-putting. So then we see Stone has died, but the sergeant's better now. And, of course, yeah. he wakes up and looks at his wife and says hi. Which I thought was kind of funny because just with him saying hi, the mannerisms were very much like Kyle MacLachlan, I thought, which was kind of funny. Oh, maybe it's done on uh, purpose. Um, I think it definitely was done on purpose. And I then he... It was funny. So he... Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, the wife's, you know, she's obviously very happy. She heads over and kisses him. The daughter heads over and just stares at him. She's so weird. And then he reaches his hand right, so out to her and she smiles and heads over and grabs his hand. And then we fade to credits. Okay. This is, how do you feel about this ending? I need to get your thoughts on it before. Well, so this is where I mentioned earlier with the little girl where I have a, I have a, a theory. A theory. Okay. Well, I'll let you do your theory. Can I say what I, uh, what do. I feel about it? Okay. Here's what I think about this. Yeah. This is a weird ending. It is. From the whole doctor's room, it is. I didn't find it as weird. I just kind of find it a little stilted. Yep. And then when he transfers in, when uh, Gallagher Stone transfers in to the sergeant, I have in my notes, I'm like, it's a weird ending. Is it sergeant or is it Gallagher Stone? Like, who's inside now? I'm guess is it, if it's Gallagher Stone, that's weird. Because now the sergeant no longer exists. Or maybe they coexist. It doesn't explain it. And I thought that's why you talked about the little girl being weird, which yep. I'm like, is it is it the little girl that's weird or is it Stone Gallagher that's weird? 
your make up your mind, Peter. But no, she does stare at him. She yep. does stare at him. Yep. Because I'm I'm thinking I'm like because he does mention Stone Gallagher mentions that the little girl is special. Yep. And they're like, well, we think so. And she he goes, no, she's special. So I'm like, what the heck does that mean? So so yeah. does she see that that's not her dad anymore? What's I, what's the implication? There? Okay. So it's it's kind of weird. It's kind of funny. It it kind of leaves you like what's happening. This is one of those movies that could end with a bad or sad ending. I don't know why I have that in my thing, but it could have ended with a sad or weird or bad ending because the whole thing starts off weird. Yeah. So. Yeah. The whole thing's not normal. It's not normal yeah. at all. So, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. So give me, hit me, your, hit me up with your theory. All right. So with everything that you just said, uh, I I agree. Um, oh, okay. So well, I don't know. I don't know if I came to a decision, but with him saying the daughter is uh, special and things like that, what do you think about the daughter is his daughter? That was how killed, that was killed. So they can transfer bodies by this light beam or whatever. When he stares at her earlier, oh. so that's why I was mentioning. I didn't think. Do about you that. think Stone could recognize? And you said you thought so that he could recognize the other aliens. So he could see the reason he was just staring at her is he was seeing his daughter again. Oh, and she's special. I think. And you then just the, crack the code at the very end. That's why he goes into the sergeant because he's now reunited with his daughter. I wonder if the wife is actually the wife. I don't know because there's no there's nothing weird about the wife there's nothing weird about the wife but there is something strange with the daughter. definitely something with the daughter and i wonder if the daughter is supposed to be but i feel like like you mentioned earlier i feel like there was a subplot that was cut out i don't disagree with that at all i feel like there is. i wonder if there was something with linking the daughter to his daughter should have done more research (laughs) no i did i tried to look i looked oh really i looked there's well there's not a whole lot about this movie and most people haven't heard of it but i think you're right i think you cracked the code on that i have to acknowledge that that's awesome so i wonder if that's what it was that's the actual because otherwise it's super creepy around girls but then at the end she stares at him for a minute and she gives she cracks a little smile and i think it's in recognition of who he is now of who he is now and that's her i think but that's the, her dad here's the thing the like, alien dad the yes to acknowledge what you said yes yes i agree with that here's the thing the sergeant and his wife don't acknowledge that something strange has happened if they would have said you know it's been weird like the past year or so our daughter's been acting a little strange you're right yeah i wish there would have been a line like that's that to up, make it yeah. solid well that's where i think you're right though there was like some sort of subplot something, or something something's cut out, cut out and something's not, missing something's missing but the messed up part is okay so now stone gallagher or gallagher stone is in the sergeant's body and uh, if your theory is correct which i think it is it makes sense anyway if stone gallagher's daughter is in the sergeant's daughter's body right. that means the wife is like the odd man out yeah i think so <laughs> it's bizarre. she's the only one that's actually that's still a little her. bizarre it's a weird ending yeah but you know what i'm okay with it so uh on the on the note of the ending uh i guess that they say there was an original ending that was filmed with the senator alien dude getting away i kind of like that too and, but they ended up going with this. I kind of like, because the senator, uh, we didn't talk about it, but at the little press conf- press conference, God, I can't talk today. Yeah. He says, I'm running for president. Right. And everybody's just like shocked, like, what? Oh, yeah, you're running for president. That's great. <laughs> so we can just see like this alien is just like jumping from body to body, joyriding in these bodies, essentially. <laughs> joyriding. And then he's like, oh, I found one with some power. So I, in my mind, I like to build little backstories. So in my mind, he's been jumping from planet to planet. He jumps in a body. He gets caught. Then he leaves the planet somehow, gets to another planet, and just does the same thing over and over and over again until he gets caught. And then he has to leave the planet somehow again. What I gathered is that he got stuck on Earth. Yep. And now he's just like, well, I'm just going to have a good time until they can stop me. And sure. he's like, we'll figure he's, you well, know, because he have a way out. But he mentions a few times that we could run this planet if we want. Yeah, that's what something. he says. He's like, so I think his, I think he just wants 
domination. He was over, well, at that what? point. He's like he's kind of yeah. stuck because there's no way off Earth, really. Well, even if there was, I think he just wants to run Earth. Yeah, he now that's this, what that was, which I kind of liked. So yeah. even if this movie ended with the senator getting away, you know, I'd be like, and him as we see at the very end, like he's like, and it's such and such senator. So you know, there's the election. A, there's you know a I mean? second one. There is okay. I did want to mention that. Yeah. But before we okay, yeah. go ahead and talk about it, and then we'll talk about our overall feelings about it. I think we everybody knows pretty much how we feel about it. Well, that's fine. I mean, we can still cut back to that. I was just going to mention there is go a ahead. second one. I have not seen it. It's from '93. The plot is the alien criminal from the first movie is dead, but he left a few eggs which are hatching now. What? Where what? did he leave what eggs? eggs? What are you talking about? This anyway, is why I did. I've read that synopsis and because I, I wanted to see the second one after I saw this for the first time. Yeah. And then I read it and I was like, that sounds terrible. And it says the good alien who still inhabits uh, Tom Beck's body uh, has been waiting just in case this happened. Unfortunately, his yeah, because that's why he's waiting. Whatever. Unfortunately, his presence <laughs> in the body has taken a terrible toll on it, draining it of life energy. You mean living and you grow old? Additionally, relationships. <laughs> with Beck's daughter, Juliet, now a cop. Oh no, my life energy. So, hold on, Beck's daughter is now a cop. She went from like five to so, like... Oh, so this flashes like 20 years in the future? But her, her relations have deteriorated with her. But when the killing starts again, they will need to work together to stop the new generation of aliens. Okay, that sounds, sounds terrible. terrible. Sounds wow. awful. Jinx, you make up. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds And there's it looks like terrible. there's nobody from the original involved. The yeah. director's different. Well, the actors every, are different. Well, I looked it up uh, when I first saw because I was like, yes, there's a sequel. I was like... I you gotta love a sequel to because this is a solid B movie. Can we? Do you agree with that? Oh yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a solid. It's, it's definitely a B movie. It's not high budget. You've never really even heard of it, but it's a solid B like action sci fi horror movie. I love it. The sequel sounds terrible. Yep, that's uh, the, everything. The, like, the main review that just happens to be on IMDb while yeah. I'm looking at it right here is one star, and it says, unmake this movie, oh movie gods. <laughs> <laughs> and it says, this just may be the worst movie I've ever seen. Mm. But anyway, I mean, people say that about all kinds of movies. It was but, just funny that it was right Well, there. it just doesn't sound good. Yeah, doesn't we could sound. be wrong, and maybe we'll visit it another time, but probably not anytime in the near future. I love this movie. I think it's completely underrated. I think more people need to see it. More people need to yeah. watch it. Um, I wish I had some place for you to go check it out, but seek it out. Yeah. It's it, worth the it rental. It shouldn't be hard to find. I yeah, it shouldn't think. be hard to find. But it just happens to not be on any streaming It's definitely on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely on Blu-ray, so you could either rent it, and like I said, even you can get the DVD. Yep. DVDs are still clear. You can get a good picture out of them. To, to watch this movie, I bet you it's under 10 bucks because it's not in high demand because no one really knows what this movie is. But if you're looking for a good sci-fi action movie... It's worth seeing. It's worth seeing. Yeah. Definitely check it out. Even we've described this whole thing, but you have to watch it because a, a lot good happens and there's a lot of little stuff that we've left out. Yeah. And so we've basically ruined the plot. Spo- spo- not ruined it. Spoiled the plot for you, but you, you can still can experience it. And it's, it's definitely... I think you might like it. Well, in the Italian title, the movie would have ruined the plot for you anyway. It's called The Alien. <laughs> Seriously, guys? Yeah, you really don't know what it is. So, I knew it was sci-fi, so I figured dumb. it was some sort of alien stuff. Because I knew from just renting it, I was like, oh, it's a sci-fi movie. So something else I thought I'd mention, too, that yeah, was uh, like a trivia kind of a thing that somebody pointed out in one of the comments on IMDb that I, I didn't catch, so I'm not going to claim that I did. But um, apparently, as you're watching the movie... Uh, there's a visual body count tally on the screen as people are killed. What? So apparently five kills in the first killing scene and the camera shows it took place on fifth street. There's an elevator scene in which the floor selected indicates the latest current count. So apparently there's, they're pretty subtle, really? but then there's like, there's a time on the clock um, or something where there's a number after, after a series of killings. But the, the tally apparently is shown throughout the movie as it keeps going. That's amazing. And they say it was, uh, you know, it's, it's too obvious and too frequent to be coincidental as this person's. 
says that pointed it out. Uh, if you noticed it and it lines up, then that can that's confirmation I, right there. Yeah, I'll be honest, I didn't notice it. I didn't notice either. Uh, but like, there's probably. I mean, it sounds like a thing, so that's kind of cool. It's Funny cool. little thing to look for. I, I might have to rewatch it. And yeah, I didn't check it out. I didn't read that until after I had already rewatched it. So I was like, hey, I'm not going back and watching yeah, it just for that. Not, <laughs> but that's kind of cool if it's true. It is kind of cool so, if it's true. Yeah, we're rewatching the final scene here, or the scene where the alien gets flamethrowered. It's uh, <laughs> it's pretty great. There's a lot of good gifts to this because it's shot really yeah. well. Yeah, well, there's some really good, good like up. visual moments in this. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, I would uh, just like Max said, I would recommend uh, if you can find this one, I'd recommend checking it out. It's a, it's a fun little ride. Um, it is you know as it, it is kind of serious, it's also lighthearted at the same time. There's plenty of jokes and stuff throughout it. So <laughs> it's a good like say Sunday movie or something like that. It's an easy watch, you know. Um, uh, sorry, I love it. The alien coming I totally out of the agree mouth. with what you said. The alien coming out of the mouth, but the, I love the the lady in the audience is like, look! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they so. did a double take on the alien explosion. On the explosion, That's yeah. That's great. That's great. Would you say this movie's great? I wouldn't say it's great, but I enjoy it. It's it's a fun watch. It's a definitely a solid movie. It's, it's real good. good. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it's great. It's good. It's not going to knock your socks off. No, I mean, it won't be your favorite or anything like no. that, but it, it's a... It's a good solid movie. It's, it's a good movie to throw on every I, once in a while. I don't have much negative to say about it, quite frankly. I really don't either. Yeah. It's a good little movie. No. We need more movies like this. Would you agree? I agree. We need more like small, just simple plot, maybe a twist here or there. Just, just really good fun, acting. A fun ride movie. That a fun ride movie. It doesn't need to create a franchise. It doesn't no. need anything else. Just It's not super gritty or super dark, yeah, it's fun. Uh, but it still takes itself serious, but not too serious. It's, it's pretty perfect. Yeah, for what it good. is no it's good yeah yeah it did what it did very well all right got anything else buddy no i think i'm good think that'll wrap it up for us yeah thanks for listening everybody hey check us out on the email and it's supermovieball at gmail and on twitter at supermovieball on twitter and on instagram check our instagram we're gonna do a little bit more on instagram hopefully but it's at, at supermovieball it's supermovieball all the way from the top of our head to the tip of our toes um but thanks for listening i don't say that enough we really appreciate it and uh hopefully you enjoyed this movie it's good talking to you peter got anything else no see you guys see you i do that a lot at the end don't i i don't care it's just funny hey check this out Whoa! Just blew my mind. <laughs> and something else. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> no, I I love this movie. I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's great, and the, the, I like that it has a weird ending. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, after watching it like the third time, I was uh, with the daughter thing. I'm like, man, he's super creepy around that girl, and I'm like, I wonder if that girl's his daughter. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's just kind of like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty good. Okay, just set talks before me one more time. So Yo! I just want to make sure. <laughs> Alrighty. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Keeping it classy. 
Keeping it classy, everybody! <laughs> Get them all out. Come on. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Sorry. Amber alert. I turned this off. I'm a bad person. I... like bacon? Sure you do. Do you like Kevin Bacon? Of course. Who doesn't? Well, now you can have both, sort of, with Cinema Slop using a copyrighted process known as backward baconing. No, they don't go from tail to snout. They start with the porkmeister himself, Kevin Bacon, and the 1990s classic film Trimmers. From there, they gingerly process the film through what some have nicknamed the movie Bone Cruncher. Then, after the screams have died down, a favorite character or actor is chosen, and a movie is selected from a very choice catalog. Meet up with John and Jason on their filthy but funny journey as these two pork butts show you movie lovers what's what. Seven up some slop. You can find Cinema Slop wherever podcasts are sold.